internet, you're tuned in to episode 50 of the Video Game Pals, the Pals Network's weekly video game podcast where a group of lifelong gamers get together to talk about video games, the news, and how it all makes us feel. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined today by my ever-present co-host and antagonist, Mr. Andy Brown. Hey, hey, hey. The edgelord with the heart of gold, Mr. Robert Thompson. Hey, I feel things today that are actually not sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like Thompson's having a good day, I think is what he's trying to say. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the esports dynamo, Miss Peggy Ford. Hey, it, me. I got to count in Pete today. I was not expecting that. That was great. You did it. Yeah. It's like you're a producer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I do that every day. Anyway. We uh, almost know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is a professional podcast where we don't um, discuss the production notes on the air. No. Um, <laughs> so Sean's not here this week, so it's my job to call it out when we do that. Um, he is down in rest. Uh, down in WrestleMania is what I was about to say. He is knee deep in WrestleMania. Um, he is in the great city of New Orleans. Uh, he'll be back next week, and uh, we'll also have a WrestleMania special going up this week where uh, him and Phil will be talking about all the stuff that went down this week. If you're a West- wrestling fan, so. Definitely tune in for that if you are. But we're here to talk about video games, as we do on this show. And as we sometimes do, we're going to start the show off by talking about what we're playing this week. Thompson is playing uh, one of last year's or two, two years ago. Uh, you, two old, years now. you old. You old. Yeah. One of 2016's hottest and most underappreciated games, what? Dishonored 2. How can it be the, yeah. one of the hottest and the most underappreciated, Pete? Um, because it's my show, and I called it that, so... And Arcane Studios needs our love. (laughs) And and the reality of it is, we're a media outlet, so now that I said it, they can pull quote me on it, and it's basically, it's true, so... I don't think that's how quotes work. (laughs) It does now. In the age of fake news... Pete um, contributes to that. (laughs) Thompson, so yeah, tell us us about uh, your experiences with Dishonored 2. All right, so I think you said it's about 10 chapters, right? So about 80% done. Uh, And obviously, like, it's about the same length as the first game and just better on every account. I've played Emily right off the bat because, you know, Corvo's great and all, but I want to see all the new powers. I want to mess around with that kind of shit. And if I remember, you can do both powers when you beat the game. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to go back and, like, you know, do both sides of it, which is pretty rad. But yeah, like, just... It's great. Like, there is nothing about it that they didn't improve on. The sound is great. The visual quality is amazing. The powers are fun as hell. The fact that you can, like, combine tons of stuff, you know, the options you get, even just for, like, physical abilities, you can make your own bone charms now. Uh, you know, just kind of, kind of like if you played Dishonored 1 and you and you were, like, on the fence about it, like, I had this sitting back there for a while, you know, and I had played Prey, and then I was like, I gotta go back and play this, so... Um, if you had played Prey, you might see, like, a couple things that, you know, from the same engine, the same core that they've, like, designed around that sure. it's lacking because it's obviously the game after it. Um, but it's it's not in any way a, a detriment to the game. It <clears throat> holds up on its own and it's just fine. And, like, I'm, I'm in love with it, just like I was in love with the first game. And it constantly changes just enough uh, to keep me interested that, like, every level, I'm just when I'm, like, ah, all right, I want to get out of here, it's like, oh, I, I finished. Okay, well, it's like, I, I've never had a moment in that game, maybe more than, like, two seconds, right, where I just, like, wanted to progress, and I, like, had to do one more thing to do it, and, like, I'm I'm pretty much a completionist in Dishonored 1 and this one, too, like, I want every bone charm and I want every rune, but I think I skipped, like, two bone charms once I found out I could break them down and make my own, so it's like, eh, just make my own now, who cares? Like, How cool you is know, it to make your own bone charms? Oh, oh, oh you get quad 
fucking bone charms and it's yeah, like you it's can make ridiculous. the threes and just like stack abilities uh I, i'm rolling with like one that's like th- uh the, the attack speed is faster uh three times over and then the other one is like movement speed faster and then i got like the agility buffs and all that and i'm, I'm very high chaos right now i'm just killing everything in sight except for civilians like i've never killed a civilian um so uh it's it's wild man i just slap r2 and i fucking blow through these people right now and like elite guards and everything uh you know like they're they're challenging and i get killed if i take like a bullet or two but holy fuck you can kill people in this game and a lot of ways you can kill and a lot of just like energy behind it you know and a lot of ways you can non-lethal yeah, and that's what I'm going to do when I play again, right? I'm going to use um, uh, Corvo stuff. Yeah, well, uh, mostly, and you know. then you'll have all the powers as well, so it'll yeah. definitely be a little easier to do that too. Yeah, and like, uh, I didn't, I never took Domino even, but I, I wanted to. Like, I'm probably going to take oh it. Oh my when god, I get Domino's runes. so good. That's like the yeah, best like power. I, I haven't needed it, right? Because I've just had so much fun almost like every kill is a unique experience like there'll be 10 guys in front of me and i'm like all right i want to shoot this guy stab him you know throw that guy. it's like i just could bl- plow through like you know just one power and stuff but i'm thinking domino right i'll do the non-lethal route and it's just like hit three dudes sleep dart one all right or there you go there's a whole if room, you want to you know? do the high chaos route you upgrade your pull again yeah you oh yeah i did you upgrade yeah, pull I all the that. way to the point where you can throw people domino three dudes together and just throw one off a cliff and then just watch them all ragdoll. Oh, it's Does so it, like, good. String pull them. I've like literally yeah. never used it. Yeah. Shit. I thought it just tied them like esoterically. So if you shot one in the head, like the other ones would fall down. But if like there's a there's like an actual. No, nope, it, like, it ties them and makes them basically the same <laughs> unit in the physics. Yeah. So if you do a thing to one of them, they all get thrown the same way. Yep. Okay. Well, I've had the reach power upgraded. That was the first thing I did was like max that out because I fell in love with it. So like I should have gotten that right away, but I didn't. So I'm on mission eight, and I think I'm. I'm, like, one rune away from getting it, but I, I think I can make my own runes soon, too, if I want, so, like, there's that, like, it's just fucking wild, man. Like, yeah. hot take for me, it's probably, like, a nine and a half out of ten right now. It, I gotta see how it wraps up, you know? Yeah, that I could mean, be That could be a problem. But there is Death of the Outsider. I have not played right. Death of the Outsider yet. I want to really check that out. It's very good. It's very good. And, um, yeah, I mean, Ed and I both love Dishonored, too, as well, and I just wanted to give Thompson the opportunity to talk about this game, because... There's never enough love for this series, and uh, I know that some of you listeners take our recommendations, so if you didn't play Dishonored 2, um, you could pick it up for cheap now, you know, like wait for a sale if you need to, but, uh, you know, I've seen it for as low as 20 bucks, and uh, you should absolutely, for at that price, it's a steal, you know, so. Um, yeah, it's, you, it's worth every minute, man. Yeah, and even if you haven't played Dishonored 1, um, you can pick this game up and still get something out of it, so um, as much as you should go back and play the first one, like... Play one of these games, please. Just please, please. If you have so, to pick one, I guess play number two. Just give Arcane some game. goddamn money, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or hey, shit, if you really aren't into Dishonored and that doesn't grab you, just play Prey. Because Prey is still a stellar game, in my opinion. Same people, so that, yeah, go I for it. I still to get to that one. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. You uh, haven't man, turned into amazing. a coffee cup, Pete? No, I haven't. Um, yeah, that's there's a specific kind of joy when you turn into a coffee cup and you roll across the floor through a bunch of aliens, and you're like, <laughs> "This is a game," you know. Like, I am avoiding I this everyone. confrontation. I don't want to die. <laughs> and you just I, be a coffee cup for a while. You know, it, it's funny, man. Like we always bust uh, Sean's chops for being, uh, you know, the plastic wrap prince of buying games and not opening them. I yeah. I do that with digital games a lot. Where like oh, I, I bought I bought Prey for like forty bucks, and I bought like. Um, I got, uh, oh my god, Last of Us remastered as well, and I'm just like, I'll get to him, I'll get to him eventually. 
I just have them there, though. You know, it's like eh. not not playing The Last of Us and owning it is a sign of a serial killer. And then it's it's well gonna get to the point where Pete's like, yeah, I mean, I have them, but like, there's new stuff coming out. I want to play while it's hot. He's already that's like, saying like, that. Yeah, that's like yeah. <laughs> welcome to right now. Yeah, which is you know all literally all <laughs> I've been playing for the last several days is Far Cry Five, and then when I need to like not play Far Cry Five, I picked up Stardew Valley again. So <laughs> trash. Uh, I'll play. I'll play. Two, I'll play games that are two years old as long as they're farming simulators. Is really the moral of the story. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I fucking love Far Cry 5. Go watch the stream Thompson and I did over on our Twitch channel. We posted it on YouTube uh, on Saturday, which we don't usually do. So you might have missed it. Go check it out. And uh, we got more Way Out for you coming this week. So that's a plug. Uh, all right. So before we get into the rest of the show proper, we do have a bit of reader mail. Uh, we got some comments over on YouTube um, that I'm going to pull through. Uh, so we got some from uh, last week when we talked about No Man's Sky. Um, we got our first one here from... Uh, Nightblade, who writes in and says, I'm going to assume that none of you guys have an Xbox One because you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about and have a disconnect with the Xbox Xbox community as a whole. We do not fit the stereotype of just playing shooters and sports every year. We have sub-communities for every genre, including space sims. Which, uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'll just start off by saying that I don't remember specifically saying everyone plays just shooters and and whatever, but I, I, that's I said that's a stereotype for a reason. And if you're admitting that, then I think that you've kind of come full circle. Andy, you have an Xbox One. Would you like to chime in? Yeah, I mean, what? I don't think we said that. (laughs) Like not at all. Hey man, you know, uh, I, I, I appreciate I, your comments, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right. thanks uh, for engaging with the show. Yeah. Try and do it better. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> hot, spicy, hot takes, Andy Brown. Uh, Peggy, you got anything to say to Mr. Nightblade? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it Peggy. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't have an Xbox, so I guess, I guess if, yeah, I don't. Uh, Andy, hey, you wanna wanna talk a little bit more? Well, you know, I, I, I replied to him on YouTube, and I said, you know, Andy's an Xbox One owner, but fair enough. Uh, we're not as dialed into that scene as we probably could be because most of us don't have Xboxes. But like, you know, I don't. We didn't say that. Um, you know as like a dig at Xbox gamers or anything like that, right? Like, and I pointed out, it's not totally unfounded when you look at, you know, the fact that like three of the best-selling things on the platform are, you know, Xbox shooters, right? So it's, you know, um, there's definitely a community there for that kind of game. And uh, I asked him what other space games uh, that he plays, and um, I think he commented that the Elite Dangerous uh, group on, um, on Xbox is pretty active. So Word. okay, I didn't know that Elite Dangerous was on Xbox. Yep, he said I am an avid member of the Elite Dangerous community, a space game that's far superior than No Man's Sky. That is accurate. Well, I agree with All that. Right, 100%. Nice. That's that's so, a game I really loved for like forty hours, and then really stopped playing because there was nothing <laughs> else to do. So, uh, all right, Nightblade. Um, thanks for writing in. And uh, we also got another comment on that one from, uh, or two comments actually, from uh, uh, a user called Sean Sky, 
who uh, posts a bunch of No Man's Sky videos on on YouTube. And uh, he wrote in and said, No Man's Sky is far from dead. Next will bring fully featured multiplayer and a bunch of other huge updates. I think you'll be very surprised with Next. Worldwide, No Man's Sky is in the hundreds of thousands of players, and it's also coming to Wii Game, which will be a pretty big deal for the game. It's popular in China. So Wii Game, I looked into it, that's a, um, like a Chinese Steam competitor. So, um, yeah, apparently the game is pretty popular in China. And, um, yeah, and I said, you know, you know, we hadn't heard about Wii Game, so that could be huge. And, you know, thanks for writing in. It's cool to hear someone who, hear from someone who's an active player. And uh, he said, I'm always interested in hearing people's views on No Man's Sky that aren't playing the game, even if they aren't always based on the facts. LOL. China is actually the second largest player base after the U.S. So uh, that was cool. I, I, it was good to get a little bit of uh, perspective there from, from someone who's still actively playing the game. So thanks for writing in, Sean. Uh, <laughs> so we got another comment on an older episode, which um, this one, this one's strap in for this one, guys. So uh, YouTube user Phalanax uh, writes in and says, this is on our episode, Where Are All the Women in uh, Overwatch League? So he writes in and says, Some women love to spend their time complaining about how they aren't represented as professional players in competitive games. Yet, I've never ever met a woman who wholeheartedly even wants to make an effort to become one. And I'm not trying to brag, but I've been in many circles of highest tier players in popular competitive communities. There aren't any women who even get high enough ranks in solo queue to be considered for professional play. That tells me all I need to know. If you want to change it, go out and prove yourself as everyone else had to. There are few female CSGO plays who, and that's what he said, uh, who made a sincere effort, but the talent level in CSGO is already so, so high that it's pretty hard for anyone relatively new to break into. In League of Legends, language barriers are absolutely a gigantic factor, and the Korean League scene is far more advanced, so teams are willing to spend time with them and make sacrifices to make them work on their team. Oh, I have to give this idiot some time? All right. Um, well, <laughs> uh, you... Some women love to spend their time complaining about how they aren't represented as professional players in competitive games. I mean, that's been a conversation for Overwatch League specifically, and I can see that point. Um, that being said, Kaguri is now on the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, they haven't been doing well still, but, you know, they're they're starting to... I think they're starting to catch a groove in, in Stage 3. Uh, that'll be really interesting to see how Kaguri uh, meshes with the rest of the team, especially with the Dragons uh, not winning a game yet. They will, maybe, one day. Uh... But uh, the the part that I have issue on this, and I was looking at looking on it on YouTube, is uh, yet I've never met a woman who wholeheartedly even wants to make an effort to become one. And I'm not trying to brag, lol. But I've been in many circles of highest tier players in popular community games. So like, you don't actually play, do you? You are you playing against bots? Like, what's the what's the thing here? Because there are so many women in the highest tiers of play. Um, and I kind of mentioned, mentioned this on Twitter already, but, uh, yes, you know, there aren't that many, uh, women in, in, uh, women, female players in Overwatch League and just in esports in general, but I do think we're getting there. Uh, Gagari is a very, very good example. Uh, more women are behind the scenes now than ever, and I do feel like there are more women interested in esports now than there ever have been. Now, granted, uh, maybe the reason before this was because of, uh, maybe not so welcoming vibes coming from people like you mr phalanx um when we are playing and i would argue that maybe you don't know that you've been playing with a woman this entire time because they don't want to be on voice chat or maybe uh it's very easy and very uh i would argue encouraged to kind of hide and not 
show that you're a woman because you will get sexist comments. You will get uh, very demeaning comments. And I know, f- uh, for me at least, that I don't play competitive because I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Uh, I don't want to deal with people like you, to be dead honest. Um, so thank you for your comment, but I also don't think you understand what you're talking about if you're saying that you've never met a woman who wants to become one. Uh, either you're sheltered in some subsection of the internet, or you're just not not paying attention. Uh, or maybe it's just for your own narrative, I don't know. But uh, I would argue that this is, A, uh, kind of like case case closed, like this is the kind of stuff that, that women don't want to deal with when, when talking about this, and just, uh... In your words, this tells me all I need to know. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. And and I do see, like, a point here where it's like, you know, many people are talking about this. And, and, you know, it could be annoying to people. I can see why that would be. But also, I do think it's a very valuable conversation um, for both women and just minorities in general to be actively involved in these esports communities that are getting so much more traction now. And, and in a game where it celebrates diversity, it's just a little weird that the esports section doesn't have that, too. Sure. Yeah, and I, I think um, well, I just wanted to say when you say I, yet I've never ever met a woman um, who wholeheartedly even wants to make an effort to become one. That is what we call anecdotal evidence, my friend. I'm going to uh, counter his anecdotal evidence with my own. I don't think I've ever met a human who wants to become a professional Overwatch player. Right. That they're, doesn't they're mean all that bots. They're... It's fair. Like, <laughs> like I think I just... you saw say a player from this week. Um, like it's it's a bot. Absolutely. But and, Andy, you're not involved in top tier communities like this guy is. He, he's not bragging, but you know, yeah. I don't think you've I, been involved I'm not in, not in, in top tier communities argue, or in active space game communities. Let's on the not Xbox. make fun of him <laughs> for that. All right. Like if that's that's where your where your like place is, that's fine. But uh, I just see a lot of, of issues with this statement. I'm sure he saw a lot of issues with mine, which is why he commented in the first place. Hey, but that's what we're here, right? To have a dialogue. Yeet. So, um, you know, uh, thanks for writing in. <laughs> if you guys want to let us know what you're playing this week or uh, your thoughts on this or any other episode of the Video Game Pals, remember you can write in and have your thoughts right on the air uh, or give us a random question of the week, something like that, or just say hey by dropping us a line at thevideogamepals at gmail.com. You can also follow our sister show at the Comics Pals wherever your social media is sold and uh, stay up to date with all the cool stuff we've got going on here. Um, you know, like... Our book club, our WrestleMania specials, we're doing Let's Plays, we're doing streams, we're doing all kinds of really cool stuff. So, you know, get at us on uh, social media and, uh, you know, that's an easy way to keep up to date with what we're doing here. And uh, if you're an audio listener, we'd greatly appreciate it if you guys would give us a like on your platform of choice or head over to Apple Podcasts, where we're currently a five-star rated podcast, and uh, keep that trend going, help us get the show recognized. If you're a YouTube viewer, you can do us a solid by liking the video, uh, subscribing to the channel if you haven't already, and uh, sharing it with your friends, you know, letting them know that you're, uh, you're enjoying the show and you think they might too. So, with that... It's time for a little segment that I like to call The Random Question of the Week! Hello, 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 Rip headphone and- users. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's what we get from when we edit the show, you know? It all, yeah, it all Phil compresses out. it. Fair. He's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, this one comes from Peggy. And so me. I'm going to turn it over to her and let her present it. And me. So, I was at Walmart, right? And I was just, like, walking around. I was just like, well, like, you know what would be cool? 
if this was like an MMO, you could actually like have like your companion that just kind of follows you around, that sort of thing. So, uh, I asked my sister this, and she said Appa from the uh, Avatar: Lost Airbender. But basically, if you could have a traveling companion, uh, which one would you have and why? From any video game, I'll take like anime and manga to that if you want to as well. No, 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 no. We're not the anime and manga pals. Technically not, speaking, not, Avatar: we're Lost. Not fucking nerds. How many animes do you know have a, have a video game attached to it? Doesn't count. Bullshit! T- has, no, has to be a video game IP. Fine. Has to be. Fine. Has to be. Uh, Spider-Man I will go first, is a video though. game IP, right? I can pick his. No. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man was an anime because... at one point. Uh, sort of, my... everything is everything. Everything is meaningless. <laughs> my answer was Ghost from Destiny, for the record. Like, it can't be, it can't be <laughs> another person, obviously. Or, yeah, it has Wait, to be it like, can't be another person? it has to be like a thing or an animal. Like that sort of. Oh, oh that's a, that's a way different question. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking of I was gonna pick a person. I was gonna no, pick Garrus Vicarian. No, no, no. Like yeah. something like something like a pet or something like that, basically okay. that you can choose. So I chose I Ghost gonna... from from Destiny, and the reason why is because a he is sarcastic as fuck, and b does this also mean that I myself am part of uh what's called am a guardian, in which case I can just randomly throw out no. like, a whole bunch of shit at will. I don't think it does. I think, I think it, it does. Would just this be is my unit. question. I get to say. I think. So. I think the only thing it means is that that wizard came from the moon. Yeah, very much. <laughs> right. I mean, like, also, like, in all honesty, like, having a ghost to like travel around with, like, ask questions and that sort of stuff would be so cool. Like, that that is honestly like legit. It was Here's like a, million... a traveling friend. Here's the million dollar question, though. Sure. Does it have Peter Dinklage's voice or Nolan North's? <laughs> Which one was the later one? Nolan North was the later one. Nolan right? North. I'll yeah, take that's, him. that's fine. Yeah. You don't want a Dinklebot? I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> Just have him constantly sounding bored and depressed. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like I'll take I'll take Nolan North. That's fine. He was great. Yeah. I, I'll I'd stand by that. But yeah, no, I take oh, it hell Destiny. Yeah. Hell yeah. I take the, the ghost from Destiny, for sure. Okay. That's that's not what I was expecting. That's what were you pick. expecting? I don't know. Like I, that's just I, like it's not that I had any expectation, but for it to be like the ghost from Destiny, I'm like, isn't he kind of annoying? Like it's like me picking I like never, Navi. See, I see that, but like I never found him annoying at all. Well, okay. and like I can right. honestly imagine just like chatting up ghosts the entire time. Like that'd be like going out and getting an outfit. Like, hey, ghost, does this look okay? And you have like a really like I don't know. I just like it's like a buddy buddy. I would honestly be psyched to have a ghost. No, 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 no. Because I'm I'm so happy that's the example you chose. Because now all I can think of is like one of those montages from an '80s movie where Peggy's just like trying out a bunch of outfits and ghosts just like, hmm, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> it's just it hanging out, perfect. going shopping with your pal Nolan North, the Cube. With my ghost, not knowing North, there's a difference. <laughs> and then, like, also, like, part of that montage, by the way, would also be changing the ghost skins because you can do that. So, like, <laughs> God. It's switch places. we would sync up. It'd be great. See, I don't like. We're talking about this, and you're laughing, but like, I have no problem with this. I think this no, is great. No, it sounds like a good time. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's funny. Like, <laughs> oh man. Cool, you got one, Andy? I, I think I have a way more annoying version of Peggy's, which is Claptrap from the Borderlands games. Oh, no. Why? Not really. I That would literally <laughs> gonna... just be ghost, but worse. I was going to say, he'd be so annoying. But he would give me guns and quests. But he can't fly. So, like, what's the point? 
That's true. Can I take the heart from Dishonored? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Just, I'll allow it. That's your, a good one. Your dead wife's heart. No, I don't think so, man. I don't I don't think that's a good pick. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. It's his pick. My question. I'll allow it. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying I don't I don't think that's a good call. You don't think it's a, <laughs> you deny me my anime rights and then like the only companion I can think of that's not gonna sass me is the heart that I'm not gonna click L2 on so I can shove it in my pocket. And then if I have an enemy, I can pop out this gross mechanical heart and be like, look what I did. <laughs> and then people are gonna like fucking bail, you know, so like, in real life, I don't have the mark of the outsider. I'm fucked. I need to have something terrifying on me, and it's a good companion because it could read people's minds, too. Fair. So what if I'm, like, you know, gambling, and I'm, like, look down the heart. What's he got? This That's is like, fair. You're yeah. fucking I, pass I'm this, pretty this sure that you're going to get thrown out of any casino in the world if you pull out a beating heart while you're playing poker. Well, then I got to see it. I mean. <laughs> I think casinos have seen worse. Um, My real answer is I would want to hang out with the King of Red Lions from The Wind Waker. That's fun. Yeah. Like I, I feel like that's kind of limited. Though. Yeah, it's it's kind of limited to situations where I need a boat. But like, <laughs> I want a boat well, dad to give me advice and like guide me on adventures. But that one well, time uh... you need a boat, perfect. Yeah, it's like yo, fishing trips just got infinitely more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's a solid one. Uh, you know, it's like it's tough because. Like when you said, like when you've precluded people, when and I'm just thinking of like animals and stuff. It's yeah. like, you know, uh, my mind immediately went to like Yoshi, but I'm like, I feel like he would be like really like be like a lot of upkeep. Yeah. You know, like be yeah. hard to feed. It's like I've just got this like dinosaur inside my house. It's you like mean you don't have an apple tree. No, right? Exactly. I don't like if I lived See? on like a farm. I feel like that would be legit. Mm. But just like Yoshi as a house pet, I feel like he'd he'd probably get depressed. You know, I don't like, have to feed mine. It's a heart. I'm thinking ahead, long term. No, no monetary loss for me. No monetary <laughs> loss, just a heart. Well, yeah. So I mean, based on that, uh, you know, I had to go with like the obvious answer for me, which is like I could fulfill my lifelong dream and have a pet squirrel. Yeah, and, like, that's exactly where I'm going. I get him a dope, get him a dope pair of sunglasses. We'd fucking drive around in my whip. It'd be awesome. Like this just is be my little sidekick. This is the wow, most Pete, expected that. outcome that has ever been a question. Yeah, I mean, you presented the question. It's yeah, like, yeah. come on. I was really you expecting know? Agumon. I thought you were gonna say Clank, like Ratchet and Clank, you know, something like that. Like Dude, a, like Clank, a, Clank would be a legit sidekick. It's not a person, and I know like, I know you're a big fan of the, the series. Yeah. Do they have to be a person the whole time? Can I pick Daxter? That's the thing, right? Is like I thought about some characters like that, and I'm like, no, like he's still a sentient like being. So it's he's like, not a person though. Yeah, but she said it has to be like a pet or like a robot yeah, or a creature. Daxter's yeah, well, basically Clank, a pet. Clank's a fucking robot. He's like legally maybe, but like <laughs> he's like it, that would literally be like if Andy just turned into a weasel and then he was like, and I was just like, oh, he's my pet. No, it's like he's my friend who I now have to take care of because he's a fucking weasel. <laughs> But is he a smart weasel that can talk? Yeah, like that's the thing. It would literally just be Andy. It would be exactly <laughs> Andy, but he's a weasel. Like, and that's it. Like, he could talk. Everybody could hear him. He could still be on the podcast. Like, wow. I remember George Bush talking about human-animal hybrids a few, you know, ways back. So maybe this is the foretelling you're talking about. Are you into something here? We are or, is Andy so actually, far uh, off of this. We're so in the weeds here. Well, in I mean, the weasels I, here. This is what happens when Sean's not around, you know? Yeah. 
You so guys, get, I'm tired. You guys get me in the weeds. <laughs> Welcome back to the off-topic pals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, it wasn't off-topic. We're still talking about video games. We're talking. We're debating whether or not Daxter is a pet or a sentient human man who has turned into a weasel. Okay. Well, I don't you think know, Daxter counts. The way you I, describe I those counts. two options really frames the question for me in a way where it's obvious which one you want me to pick. But I'm still going to well, go with a pet. All right. Well, then, I mean, I, I guess we know what happens when you get turned into a weasel, Andy. All right. So <laughs> that's my answer. Great random question, Peggy. Thank you. <laughs> I had fun with it. You've got Andy <laughs> turning into a weasel. I want a disembodied heart. And then and I'm having <laughs> it's all falling apart. And Peggy's going shopping with Nolan North as a computer. I love it. <laughs> What and I and I have the greatest sidekick I ever asked for, right? It's like fucking he's gonna be shooting ice beams in front of my car so we could drive off ramps It'll and turn stuff. Turn into a war awesome. Raymond eventually. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can pick Aquaman, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So remember, if you guys want to write in with your own random question of the week, uh, you can hit us up at the video game pals at gmail.com, Get us in the comments down below, or hit us up at the comics pals at gmail.com. Nope, not that. I meant on I well, I mean you could do that, but it would be the wrong email address. Get the comics pals on your social media websites. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> hey, alright, you know what? Shut up. It's like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do it. But you could, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, so we've got uh oh no, I'm sorry. Jesus, I almost just fucked up the whole thing. I and guess that's that, that, I time- guess it's time for the news, the news. We're talking about the news. Peggy has to do all of this herself news. <laughs> all right. So we've got four items on the news list this week, and it has been tailor-made for your boy. All right. Last couple weeks, we had all kinds of nerdy shit for you guys that you were loving. But this week, it's all Pete shit. It's all Pete shit, and I'm excited. You organized right, so the rundown. We're kicking things off with the most exciting news this week. All right. Uh, yeah. I want everyone to go back to the last episode and give that all of the love, so that we can talk more about our nerdy like niche shit, and that way, like everyone disliked this video, so Pete stuff no, goes down. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> fuck all of you. I'll kick all of you up and talk about these topics alone because I'm so excited about them. Okay, all right. Bye. So, uh, peace. Get out. Kicking Whoa, the week bye. off. <laughs> With the most exciting news this week, Insomniac Spider-Man game is coming this September to the PlayStation 4. All right, I'm so hyped. This game, been so excited for for a while. We finally get a release date, and we got a ton of information about it as Game Informer kicked off a month of exclusive Spider-Man coverage, uh, starting with a 14-page story in their April issue that's got a ton of new info about the game, new screenshots, uh, interviews with the creative team, and uh, yeah. I, Everything sounds pretty cool. Uh, so we now know um, the title of the game, aptly titled Spider-Man. Uh, interesting choice. No way! Was surprised by that? I, I was kind of surprised that it's just Spider-Man. You know, like I figured they would give some kind of moniker to it. Oh, do you but, think there was uh, going to be some kind of like subtitle? Spider-Man yeah. colon enter the spider comma man. Basically, you know, it's like it's like Batman Arkham Asylum and then you call it, oh, it's the Arkham series, right? Now we're just going to call it like the Insomniac Spider-Man series or Spider-Man PS4. It's not a series. You know, it's Spider-Man one game. PS4. Well, we'll see. We'll see what No, no, happens. no, no. That's the thing that they're, they're 
It's, it's in the title. Mark my words. I'm gonna go down on the ship with this one. No, this we're gonna get one Spider-Man game. Two next, bro. <laughs> no, it's we're not. Be, this is the one game. <laughs> it's gonna be the best Spider-Man Two since Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two. It's gonna <laughs> turn into the Kingdom Hearts series where it's like Spider-Man Point Five remakes, Birth by Birth by <laughs> Web. Like I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man. <Birth by> Venom. <laughs> Spider-Man Three Sixty Five over two dates. <laughs> Three hundred sixty-five over Carnage. Hey man, I'd 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 be about that too. So, uh, we're going to give you some of the highlights from, from what we've learned from Game Informer already. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, oh, right, I forgot to say this. The game drops on September 7th, specifically, on PS4 and PS4 Pro. So, going to give you about, you know, a solid six weeks to play it before, uh, before Red Dead comes out. So, that's pretty good. Um, so, uh, we got a full look at the game's surprisingly simple box art. Um, that was another thing I was really surprised by. It's literally just, like, a PNG of Spider-Man on this, like, you know, on the box. Like, no no New York City backdrop, nothing. It's just, hey, Somniac, Spider-Man, let's do it. It's like, all right. Uh, we also got word of, um, the $150 collector's edition, uh, which I hate myself because I want to buy. It comes with a statue, an art book, and, uh, all the pre-order DLC content, um, you know, like pretty standard fare. I don't really understand why it's so expensive, unless like the statue is the actually like, got to be high dope, quality, right? Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Which no, no, it's not a statue. It's like Peter Parker himself shows up and ha- and he gives you a handshake. That's, that's <laughs> like thank that's you. That's not enough. Like 150 bucks is not enough to cover the costs on that. I don't think. Uh, hey, he's he's fast. Like a spider can do things like no one knows. You know, whatever. He's Spider Man. That wow, <laughs> that was the that was the worst butchering of the Spider-Man theme song I think I've ever heard. It's because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking trash person. Uh, you haven't okay. played The Last of Us. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I care. No, you don't. You're right. You're uh, right. So, during an interview with the game's creative director, Brian Intahar, uh, Game Informer learned and revealed that the game is going to uh, look and run better on PS4 Pro, coming at no surprise there, but it's locked at 30 FPS on both systems, which uh, a bunch of people are butthurt about. It's like, you know, I, I've made this case on the show before. To me, it's like, I'd rather have a game that's locked at 30 than, like, constantly dropping frames, trying to hit 60. So, you know, I'm sure the game is still going to look good. Um... Mary Jane is going to be a playable character, and she's going to, quote, surprise a lot of people. Uh, I'm already surprised. Yeah, right? It's pretty interesting. They did reveal that at E3, but, like, they didn't... They said that, like, she was going to be involved in the story and, like, I think hinted at the fact that she might be playable. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, And they said that at this point in the story, she already knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's kind of the thing they talked about a lot, that, like, at this point in this Spider-Man's career, he's been Spider-Man for several years and, like, you know, has, uh, like, a really good control of his powers and, you know, is, like, outfitted with gadgets and all that kind of stuff. It sounds like they're just selling me Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. No, it's like not. He's been Spider-Man for like fucking a year in that movie. I think he's been like Spider-Man for like three or four years in that movie. I I don't mean that as a knock. I think Sam Raimi's Spider-Man no. Two is the best adaptation of Spider-Man to a medium that's not comic books. But I mean, like, I love that movie too. So I'm not like upset by that comparison. The, I just the first one. The first one's really good. The first one's really good. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two is better. 
Oh, yeah, I'm, okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. The first series of Spider-Man movies or the, the second? So. No, yeah, that's The Amazing right. Spider-Man 2 starring Andrew Garfield and Jamie Foxx. No, stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> uh, so they also said that the game's open world is, quote, several times bigger than Insomniac's uh, Sunset Overdrive, which was their last big open world game. Um, when asked if there would be microtransactions, uh, he replied, quote, hell no. When uh, he asked if we would see Uncle Ben's death, he said, quote, hell no. Um, there's DLC planned for after launch that's going to add additional story content to the game as well as playable characters. So some people have speculated that might mean like maybe we'll get Spider-Gwen, maybe we could get like stuff with Ben Riley, or, you know, more stuff with Miles Morales, who's also a playable character in the game. So interesting to see where that's going to go. Um, there's apparently a quote, surprisingly deep crafting system. Um, yeah, I'm not so excited about that one, but, uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I wonder if that's going to play into the gadgets, you know, oh, like, sure, man. That's that's probably what it's going to be. Doesn't um, he have like uh, the web cartridges he's going to have to use? I'm sure that that's a thing. Sure. You, have to do, you know, they also, like, they also showed him with some of the different types of web cartridges, like where he has like electronic yeah. stuff where he can like stun people, and you know, I'm sure like he'll have like web tracers and stuff like that. So and there's probably suit upgrades <clears throat> too that you can throw in there. It's probably they, like Dead Space in that respect. Yeah, they said that's a big part of it as well as upgrading and unlocking new sets of armor or like or you know uh, getting new abilities for your your, your costumes. Yeah, crafting um, could mean a lot, you know? Yeah, so, so we'll see what, what it is. It being surprisingly deep is a little bit, it's like, eh, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not into deep crafting systems, but, uh, you know, I'm sure I trust Insomniac, so we'll see. Well, no, I mean, surprisingly deep could be like The Witchers, where it's like, you know, on the surface, it starts up and you're like, hey, build this thing, or like, make health potion, but by the end of the game, it's like, if you're not doing, like, you know, tier three stuff or whatever, blah, blah, you're like, fucked, you know? So, yeah. that's surprisingly deep, in my opinion. I don't think they mean, like, Minecraft, and like, obviously, but... No, yeah. I don't know. But, I want yeah. my Spider-Man hey, game be cool, to be though. about Spider-Manning, not about crafting. I think it's like maybe like Horizon, even where it's there are a lot of layers to it, but it never impeded the gameplay. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm wondering if the surprisingly deep thing is just like them being surprised that there's crafting at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. like and being like, oh wow, okay. So we'll see. You know, verdicts out on that one. Um. And then uh, it was also said that uh, it feels like New York kind of becomes its own character and that, like, Spider-Man has a lot of different ways he can interact with um, with citizens. Like, you can um, <clears throat> have a lot of little kind of, like, interpersonal reactions or interactions with them, like taking a selfie with a citizen or, like, giving people high fives as you walk down the street or, like, you know, giving people the finger guns or giving them a salute. Like, you know, um, just, like, little, like, you know, kind of expressive emotes that are, like, very Spider-Man things to do, which is a nice touch, I think. So, I love that. I really, 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 really hope someone on the internet gets a bug where it's, like, the big climactic fight with Carnage or whoever the, like, the big bad ends up being. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kill Mary Jane, Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there'll definitely be uh, there'll be some way to trigger that. <laughs> um, and then they also said that there's going to be a big emphasis in the game on focusing on existing Marvel characters versus like introducing new ones. So there's going. They said that they really want to have a lot of major villains um, pull from like you know Spider-Man's most iconic rogues galleries, and uh, that's going to be pretty interesting, I think. Um, oh, and then there's one last little detail that's just a cute thing, too. Uh, they they announced that there's a fast travel system that has Spider-Man just, like, jump on the subway, like, in costume and people obviously reacting to that. Um, so 
that's that's the stuff that really excites me about what they're telling us is like all the gameplay stuff what we've seen it looks great i'm sure it's going to be fun and like there's a roadmap for like what a good spider-man game looks like and i'm sure insomniac's gonna blow that out of the water but it's like the little things like this where they're making these little touches that are things that like you don't need to have but that i think really for me as a spider-man fan stick out as really nailing like you know the tone and the aesthetic of 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 spider-man uh is really cool like you know, having that kind of fast travel system or having these little, like, you can go take selfies with people and stuff like that is like, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a very, those are very Spider-Man things to do. And, uh, you know, I think those little touches are the things that are really going to set it apart. So, um, obviously, I'm a fucking Spider-Man geek, so I'm excited for this. You know, I was hoping, I know Sean's super excited about it, but what do you guys think about this? Any of this stick out to you? Where's your excitement level for this game? Who wants to break I'll the news first. to him? All right, so I don't know why, but I don't care about this game at all, even though everything about it seems rad as fuck, and it looks cool and looks perfect. Like you said, the roadmap for the Spider-Man game, it's there, and, and it has all the pedigree of all the things I liked about all the other games, and it looks like it's improved on all of them so far. But for some reason, I do not care about this game. I have, like, zero, zero hype for it. I, I might be a monster, but <laughs> I'm not... Sure why, I just don't care. <laughs> That's right, Pete. Monster. Uh, I know, I know. But I don't think I'm alone, so that's okay. Well, please. And he doesn't have a PlayStation 4, so he just, like, he's like, well, I'm not excited for any PlayStation game. No, I mean... <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> excited I've seen to be excited for, for Persona one. 5. Yeah. <laughs> um, one game. <laughs> I, like, it looks good... I also saw, like, I don't know if it was somebody at Game Informer, but I saw somebody, I think, on Twitter claiming to have played the game and saying that the, like, the swinging and just Spider-Manning around New York feels better than Spider-Man 2 for the PS1, which is, like, making that claim is saying, oh, yeah, the platforming in this game is better than Super Mario World. I'm real excited. I mean, it looks a lot better than that. You know, like, just seeing the new gameplay footage that they put out, there's such a... You have so much control over, like, how you're moving and, like, you can literally have, like, a unique interaction with every object that I've seen, you know? Like, in terms of, like, running alongside the buildings to get momentum to leap and then, you know, connect and do the pulls and flips and, you know, it's it seems like it's a very in-depth system compared to what we've seen in the past, you know? Yeah, and, like... I'm not, you know, trying to say it doesn't seem more in-depth, just that more in-depth isn't always better. Oh, yeah, 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 that's for sure. Um, like, uh, I guess the the most absurd example I can make is Mario, you run by going, you know, holding the button in the direction you want to run. In Quop, it's a way more in-depth system where you run by flexing every muscle in the guy's leg individually. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like you said, um, if someone's saying it feels better than yeah. Spider-Man 2, it seems like that system has been well utilized. That is a, a bold goddamn claim that I will believe when I see. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah. Andy, no, after you. 
Sorry. I was going to say, I think, I think like, uh, co-op might be a great example for a lot of games, actually, you know, like, why some of them fall apart, because, like, sometimes we see something work, and then they come back for a sequel and go, hey, we gotta make more out of this thing, and then next thing you know, it's not what people wanted, like, that ties back into what we were talking about, like, Fable and the, all the other ones, you know, like that. Yeah, um, I hope it's good. I'm, like, I'm excited for you, and how excited you are for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, man. But, like... <laughs> I can't wait to see you get Even it. if I had a PS4, I probably wouldn't like buy this game at launch. All right, yeah, that's the thing, man. Your turn. Uh, I'm not alone. I mean, like, it looks really fun, and the web slinging itself looks so fluid, and like the actual like parkour sort of stuff looks so good. And I'm really excited to watch speedruns of this specifically because I feel like this would be a really, really technical game in which, like. The actual, like, movement of Spider-Man would be really, needs to be, like, really, really on point to get there, like, the quickest or whatever you want to do. Uh, especially ones, like, without fast travel, like, that entire, like, sub, uh, subsect, yeah, of, uh, of speedrunning would be so cool to see. Um, I myself, this isn't a game that I usually play, I'm, I'm way more an FPS person, but, uh, if it goes on sale anytime soon, I absolutely will pick it up. Probably, I imagine there's going to be a summer sale, like, on Steam or something, that'll drop it down, like, even, like, ten bucks I'm in. But, like... I mean, you'll be able to get it for cheaper than that, I mean, by, like, Black Friday, you know? Yeah. It's like, it comes out in September, so it's, like, I'm sure by holiday season you'll be able to get it oh, for, like, yeah. 40 bucks or something. I forgot it came out in September. Yeah, so scratch the summer sale. But, uh, but no, like, this looks like a really, really cool game, and people who are, like, begging for a good comic book game should be should be pretty hyped about this. I mean, they already yeah. have Superman 64. Why would they need another one? I make those jokes. My <laughs> joke, not yours. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> my God. Why did I, this I, have to be the week that Sean was away? Why did it have to be this week? The one week that I was actually excited for things. <laughs> but to I, be, wait, to not what? kill all your excitement, I think the placement of the game for me, like coming out in September, it's not a bad month or anything like that. But like, since I think I'm still in the year boat where we're catching up on shit from like, you know, two years ago. Right. And even last year. And then you said like, you got six weeks until Red Dead. And for me, I just feel like, I don't know where I'm going to fit this in. So it could be, it could be, you know, if I, if I get to closer, you know, maybe even like August, maybe, Hey, we're, our slates are clean and there's nothing coming out and everything's just whatever. And it's like, Hey, Spider-Man fills the gap. But that's kind of where I, I, I feel like I should be more excited for it other than just wanting to make make it fill a gap, you know? Yeah, but, man. I mean, I don't know what your you fucking know. problem is. It's you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's like know. I'm. I'm sorry that you don't enjoy good games made by great developers. Oh, okay, I mean? okay. I love Insomniac. You know, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. But meanwhile, you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not excited for this really cool game they're making. But I bought Metal Gear Survive this year, so I like. Are you broken? <laughs> Who hurt you, Thompson? <laughs> Konami hurt me. <laughs> Um, and you know, you mentioned, uh, the, the September release window, and that's going to take us into our next news item, which also is going to spur a little conversation I want to bring up about, about the fall release window this year. Um, Spider-Man isn't the only thing I'm really looking forward to in September because it's time to witness the return of the dragon on September 21st. No, 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 no. Great movie. Better name for the return of Spider the Dragon. September 21st, oh, yeah. Spyro Reignited Trilogy, what's up? Uh, 
So we talked about this um, a, a few weeks ago when uh, when the rumors started started breaking, and um, you know, we finally got confirmation that the game is real. Uh, it first broke on, over on Reset Era after the game was accidentally listed early on a handful of uh, non-American Amazon sites like Amazon Mexico, and then uh, I think it was France and India um, also put them up early. So it was like definitely real. But uh, then we got it confirmed via a press release, which. Um, I'm going to read because it has so many terrible puns, and I love it. <laughs> Spyro has been unleashed. He's all scaled up and ready to flare up some bad guys in Spyro Reignited Trilogy, a dynamic gaming collection that's going to have fans spiraling out of control on September 21st. <laughs> Spyro Ignited Trilogy gliding to new heights, Boo. unleashing fire-breathing attacks, and exploring lush environments in more... Oh, is more fun in HD graphical glory on PS4, PS4 Pro, and the family of Xbox One devices from Microsoft, including the Xbox One X, because apparently that's not part of the Xbox One uh, family. family of They're devices. not family. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I wanted to get through. You know, uh, there's other just bullshit here, but it says it includes the original three games, right? We got Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, Spyro Year of the Dragon, and uh, it's going to be releasing for 40 bucks, just like the Insane Trilogy did. Um, speaking of which, uh, as a throwback to the original Spyro, as of today, uh, if you've got Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy in North America, you can go and enter, um, the code from the original Crash game that would unlock a demo for Spyro, and you can watch the trailer for the game. So it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, square, if you're interested in checking that out. Cute little Easter egg. Um, you have to do that in the Crash Bandicoot 3 warped title screen, and you'll get to see it, so... Go check that out if you're interested. You can also go watch it on YouTube like a normal person. What did that do in Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped? Did it like... It it, it unlocked a demo for Spyro originally. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Um, So much like... Ooh, Jesus. Knocked off my headphones <laughs> there. Sorry about Good that. Good job, uh, Pete. I went to like scratch my head and just <laughs> clocked myself. Uh, so much like the Insane Trilogy, um, the games are being remade from the ground up by uh, the Skylander Studio, Toys for Bob. Uh, the te- they're also the same team that's currently porting the Insane Trilogy over to Nintendo Switch. Um, so the trilogy is going to be having uh, improved environments, updated controls, brand new lighting. Uh, they're going to recreate this game cinematics with the new art style. And um, this is a cool thing. They had uh, Spyro's second voice actor, Tom Kenny, who you might also know as uh, the voice of SpongeBob. He's the Ice King oh, on Adventure Time. Everything. Shit, he did Spyro. Yeah. He was on Mr. Show yeah, he, with Bob and David. I mean, no, he did everything. Yeah, but. yeah. He was he was Spyro in uh, two and three. There was an original voice actor who I think was a kid maybe that retired. Um, cause his voice, whatever, but Tom Kenny did the voice for, you know, two and three and, uh, he'll be coming back and redoing all of the dialogue again. Um, and then they're also going to be, uh, doing a, a, a reimagining of, uh, Stuart Copeland's original soundtrack for the first three games, which was one of the fucking most awesome parts of the art direction there. If you don't know, Stuart Copeland's the drummer for the police and, uh, he did, uh, the, the music for the original trilogy of Insomniac's games and, uh. It's fucking so good. So I'm excited about all this stuff. Go check out these screenshots if you haven't already. Get hype. Hashtag Unleash the Dragon. I don't want to hear what any of you have to say about it because I know you're not excited. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't never know, played no, Spyro. You'd be surprised. Like, I didn't have a PS1 growing up. Um, uh-huh. I honestly might pick this up. But yes, if you're, you're saying the music was one of the high points, I'm a little concerned by the phrase reimagines. Well, I, I think that they just mean that they're going to be, like, remastering it because, like, it wasn't, you know, it was recorded. Yeah, uh, uh, like 20 you know, years ago. For, 
and it was like super compressed for PlayStation One, you know. Yeah, I like. I hope that's right, and it's just like new arrangements and stuff, and yeah. like I am more full sound. But like, my guess is that they're probably going to take the the music and then just like you know not put it on PlayStation One era like you know compressed MIDI instruments and like maybe just upres it a little bit. Cool, cool. They did a similar thing with the Crash Bandicoot soundtrack, and it, and it was totally fine. So I uh, I'm not too concerned about that. Okay. But you think you might pick it up? I might. It's like in the cards isn't the right expression, but it's like it's a possibility. It's in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. I'm I'm gonna hold on to this in my hand just in case you play something that I need to counter by buying Spyro. All right, fair enough. Likewise, I know you're gonna get it, Pete. So yeah, I'm. This is a day one purchase for me. And I have never played Spyro besides we did a old school let's play like forever ago. What that one episode we did at your old apartment? Yeah, I don't. Even, that was my even only it. Spyro experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Spyro so, the Dragon, such classic. Yeah, man. Like I love what they do with these games. You know, I love that it's it's three full games and they go over everything and they only charge forty. I, mean, I love the marketing behind it. I love I love how how much attention to detail they did with Crash and how, like, they just really made just such a great product, you know? And, uh, like, I never really played Spyro, so I can't wait for you to get it and, and then, yeah. you know, play it on your end. Because, uh... <laughs> and then hey, and then my gets the game, yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to get it because, you know, like... No, you're going to inherit it. Pete's copy after he's done with it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'll probably borrow it at some point if I have nothing else to do. But, hey, we're talking, like, this is September 21st, right? Which is, yep. like, only a couple weeks after the other one, and then two more weeks or, you know, for three more weeks for, uh, for Red Dead, so... I'm fucking terrified. I'm terrified. <sighs> There's no way I'm going to be able to fit in all three of these games. Yeah. Like, I'm like it's going to be it's tough. Which like one that. of them gets yeah. Andromeda, do you think, in this big release window? Spyro, like, because I think that's a game that, like, I'm retreading old ground and I can revisit it later and, like, you know, whatever. Like Spider-Man, I'm gonna want to play as soon as it comes out, and I'm gonna try to beat it before Red Dead. And you know, like, we'll see. You don't finish. <laughs> we'll games. see. It's hard, man. I, like, <laughs> I, uh, I. You got it. You gotta have. It takes a it lot takes me, to make a stew. It takes. It takes a lot for me to finish a game if I really like it. Like you know, but like, I've been really good about the way I've been playing Far Cry Five, where like I haven't been trying to do every single side quest, you know, I'm just, like, doing enough to advance the main story, and, like, when I feel like I'm done with a region, I moved on from it, you know? So it's, like, I think if I can do that in Spider-Man, I could realistically beat that game before Red Dead, and then, you know, if I feel like I want to revisit it when the DLC comes out or something like that, that'll be a perfect You're going to play Red Dead, like, the same, the same way, or are you going to just do yeah. all of that? Well, Red Dead is a little easier for me to, like, see myself playing like more of it for longer because there's not anything else coming out to compete with it afterwards in my mind anyway like as of right now i can't think of any major release that comes out after red dead smash so it's like maybe yeah right but even so smash is the thing that wouldn't really take me away from red dead like yeah i guess those are very different like itches yep exactly like smash is going to be a thing i'm going to like try to play with friends online or have like you know a bunch of people over to do couch co-op or whatever like red dead's a game that like you know if it comes out in you know uh it's october right yeah so you know you're not gonna get your like yearly helping of bro shooters and dive in no probably not i mean you know it's like i every once in a while uh, i'll check out one of those games but 
not you know for like i picked up battlefield one because there was nothing else at that time of the year and i was interested in it but um i don't see that happening with red dead on the table you know and it's like i could probably play realistically play red dead for like three or four months before anything else major comes out so i'll probably be able to take my time with that one a little bit more plus then you gotta play it with your dad oh yeah I definitely want to do that. I, I, I definitely want to do some streams with my dad, like where we play it and he wears his cowboy hat. And just like has his gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pete, you, you think you're going to play Red Dead for three months straight with nothing else coming from October? Not to say that I'll play nothing else straight, but I, I could see it being my main game for that long. That, if it's, that's if, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, through it's possible. December and everything? You it's possible. Think? I mean, it depends on what else comes out. But you must really like Red when Dead. When Nintendo drops Dead, those man. like fall release dates, though, they do. That's sometimes. what I mean, man. Like for you to be this confident ahead of time, damn, you must love Red Dead. <laughs> Red Dead's one of the literally one of the best games ever made. Like I think you can easily make the case that it's the best game of that generation. I'm trying to think. You could make the case. You definitely make the case. The I don't know if it'd be the there. right case, but. Sure. Yeah. And there are other games you could argue, but I'm just saying, Red Dead's a un, like a classic, and uh, I think um, I, I don't remember who said it, but it was on a podcast I was listening to where someone said, "I'm pretty sure that Red Dead Redemption Two being bad is like the chances of it being bad are as mathematically close to zero as possible." So I'm I'm you know I'm all in on that one for sure. Uh, so Peggy, what are your thoughts? Are you gonna unleash the dragon? No. <laughs> All right, love you. Fans. I never played. I never played, and like I was so like, play them now. No, no because Why? no because Sly ruined it for me. It's from what? that same era. It's from that same like era, like era, I guess. No, it's not. It's earlier. It's, it's a totally different studio. Time is a social construct, but when what? We all, but <laughs> what? like remakes of like older older games have been completely like from my childhood have been completely ruined. So no, I'm not. I'm not. No. That wasn't even a remake. It was a new game. Stop it closing sucked. yourself off. Peggy, I don't care if Sly 4 sucked. It's irrelevant. This is an action platformer that can bring you back, you know? And and it's it's got Tom Kenny. Yeah, it's and charming. Sly 4 was an action platformer that was supposed to take me back, but it didn't. And it sucked. So, so, get over it. No. Do you remember, get over no. it. Do you remember when, you, when we were talking no. about it? It's really funny hearing Pete be the one arguing for, like, play these old games that you missed out. <laughs> I, you know, you remember like a couple no, weeks ago when we brought up these painful games that brought us down and hurt. I think I think it's still <laughs> Sli- fresh. Life war is like <laughs> it, it, the wound like still hurts. It's it's never not too soon. <laughs> Hasn't scarred for like over three yet. weeks. We pulled the scab off and you're <laughs> sitting there fucking like fucking slide four for three weeks, man. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to not blame insomniacs classics for for what happened to sucker punches games when they weren't made even by sucker punch you know i feel like you got to move on from that hurt and love again peggy and this is your opportunity no also i gotta say it's just really rad that we got back-to-back spider-man spyro and it's also really cool that it's insomniac making spider-man insomniacs classic ps1 trilogy being remastered for the ps4 it's it's like poetry you know maybe we'll get another resistance poetic cinema (laughs) <laughs> we never so, will but one day i won't star wars doesn't I, rhyme uh, unless you say it's star wars pete no that, shut up you know what george lucas meant <laughs> open the car door. star wars star rears okay so moving right along uh ubisoft has announced another new studio which is their third in like literally weeks 
Um, so pretty crazy. Uh, joining Ubisoft Odessa and Ubisoft Mumbai, Ubisoft Winnipeg is going to be uh, their their newest AAA studio. Uh, Far Cry 5 producer Daryl Long is going to be leading the Canadian-based outfit and uh, shared a, shares a very specific vision he had for the company when he uh, had an interview with GamesIndustry.biz. So he said, there's a very specific and complimentary mandate for the studio, which is that we want to contribute to the development of the big AAA brands like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and Watch Dogs, specifically in the area of building open worlds. Um, that being said, it doesn't seem like the team is actually going to be working on their own games anytime soon. Uh, he said, quote, our goal in Winnipeg is to do the research and development on the processes, the pipeline, and the tools, and to put the investment into making them as efficient as possible, and ultimately increase the quality of the open worlds we're producing for our games. So we'll be working hand-in-hand with other Canadian studios to develop their AAA brands, and specifically their open worlds. So... I thought this was really interesting. Uh, Ubisoft said that they have plans to expand the team to over 100 employees within the next five years. And uh, it's it's an interesting move from them to see that they're kind of developing these, like, support studios um, to help the, the main, you know, the main, like, crux Ubisoft studios, uh, which makes sense when you think about how AAA game development is changing and also where Ubisoft's focuses are going. You know, the fact that they are... Uh, treating even their single-player games like Far Cry more like games as services, you know, where they are constantly putting out content and having teams focusing on games for longer and having to focus more time into them because assets are more expensive to create. They take more time. They take more resources. Um, so this is this is really interesting, I thought. It's like a, a pretty unprecedented move, I think, to see so much expansion from a company so quick. But after the year they've had, I guess it's not surprising. What do you, What do you guys think about this? Well, I think it's a cool um, move. Um, me personally, I don't like. I, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me because I'm definitely burnt out on open world games. Yeah, yeah, even for Tomb Raider, like I, I Rise of the Tomb Raider was exactly the right degree of open world quotes, where it was like. <laughs> Not really that open. It was a a fairly linear game with a little bit of Metroidvania. And, like, you could go from place to place, but basically, like, you'd start a mission, end up in the little hub where the next mission started. Man, for me, I want one good open world game every year. That's, like, that's really what I want. You know, any any more than that is, they've got to be exceptional. Personally, I love open world games, and I think the one thing that really speaks to me for this is just looking at Ubisoft's record of what they they put out. Even when they were farting out Assassin's Creeds every year, the map was pretty damn accurate to what they needed, and the topography was always a huge section of all their games. You know, the the worlds that they make, even if the games aren't always, even like Wildlands, you know, it came out like whatever, but like it's a fucking a good map. You know, like the the landscaping is always great, and the buildings and the way that they design the cities to be as realistic as uh, whatever area that they they want to snapshot. Uh, and you know, it's something to be said for doing that for a game like Assassin's Creed every year, putting out a brand new locale every time. Um, you know, having a support studio just, you know, aggregate all the data at least or anything in that respect could take so much of a burden off of, uh, you know, the, the programming side of it where there's you find little jank and stuff like that. You know, obviously polished is a big deal. Right. And if, it's, yeah. if they're not going to change the time frame, adding another studio to take care of that minutia that like, you know, 
the map is not minutia, but how to get the map is certainly a, a pain in the ass, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, like, you know, even for, like, the newest one where they did Egypt, like, they, you gotta spend a lot of fucking time going over, like, how many different references for the same spot, because people have different accounts on the same thing, and they spend a lot of time doing that shit, so 100 employees in the next five years doesn't seem unreasonable, you know, that, that they wanted to, say, attribute the studio to just help with one game, you know, I think 20 people would be would be a good start on this you know and so like if they if they're helping with all the games 100 people yeah i could see that well and and, it's the, yeah and it's the know, thing smart. of like you know it takes hundreds of people to make it a, a massive triple a game like yeah, that yeah. and having a studio that's entire focus is developing uh and improving systems that already exist to make right, it so yeah. that when the game comes out there isn't a bunch of bugs and you have a fully we're a fully realized open world that you can produce in a timelier fashion um yeah that's it seems smart you know it seems forward thinking Especially as yeah. we move into the 4K era. You the thing know, too, yeah, they know harder. they know their bread and butter. You know, like they they know what makes them money, and they know how to make what they make. And and Far Cry Five is a great example because, you know, like if if they didn't make it so detailed and so rich, you wouldn't give a shit. You wouldn't think it was anywhere. But you know, it's because they pick certain areas of the world that always just have something about it that have you know like usually a little bit more biodiversity than the rest. Or you know, just just playing Far Cry Five has like shown that too. You know, like it, it's it's got. It's just so much to it, you know? It's like how you have the map of PUBG, right? And you're like, okay, well, I know this area over here, though, that, but that's like a small, you know, map. It's just a tiny thing, except you go to, like, an Ubisoft game, it's ten of those stacked on top of each other. <laughs> sure. And they got to do that every year for maybe sometimes two or three games. That's, that's fucking, you know, that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> right, just for right. the maps. Yeah, and if they want to be able to keep putting out games like this at a reasonable pace and uh, yeah. in a way that's cost-effective, it makes sense for them to keep trying to build oh, for out, sure. you know, their talent pool like this um it's just and, insane and, yeah. because ubisoft has like 17 or they're, 18 they're studios growing. now yeah like they're, they're, they're going so, man. they're so big dude and like yeah. when, you, when you look at how many like really successful ip they have out uh at this point like they're just like like they like i always felt like they were kind of like the third pillar you know like behind like ea and activision in terms of like not always but in the, in the last like several Linux. years they're like Linux. Um, they're, it's like that commercial where the guy's like, they've always been there, but now you're actually starting to hear about them, you know? But, yeah, but it's like, man, dude, like, uh, if, if they keep the momentum they have right now with, with all of these games and continue putting out quality products like this, I, I don't know, man. Like, we could really see them, I think, give uh, EA a run for their money, at least. Activision Blizzard is a bit of a, a harder beast to topple. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's really interesting to see. Um, Peggy, do you have any thoughts on this? I, I mean, great for them, yay! I, to be honest, like Ubisoft isn't my isn't my forte, so yeah, sorry. Moving right along then. Um, all right, so this next one uh, comes again from the folks over at East Reset Era. Um, at least that's where I saw it uh, with a post titled "Animal Crossing website gets a major overhaul with replacement text left in and Kafka." Uh, so then this news originally came from the Twitter account at leak review who noticed that the official animal crossing website, uh, had in his words undergone or is undergoing a massive overhaul and is currently left in an awkward placeholder fill state. Very, very likely pointing to a new game. Uh, so like the new section of the website, um, has all of its text in lorem ipsum, which is, uh, uh, like basically fake Latin text that's used like for placeholder websites. Um, you know, it's a bunch of nonsense Latin words that are like misspelled and, and whatever. 
And, uh, like, the videos page on the website has been, like, totally torn down. They have, like, a Breath of the Wild Switch presentation up at the time of this publication. And um, the 3DS page for Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf is, like, completely taken apart and has, uh, at the bottom of the game, the only text claims that it's for a Kirby game with a T rating. So it's, like, it's all just nonsense placeholder shit here. Um, no, Animal Crossing created T for Teen because it crushingly and depressingly simulates life as an adult with responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually the opposite of that. It allows millennials to live out their fantasy of being adults who own property. Uh, so, too, uh, real. They don't, too real. Too that really real. That really hurt. Well, and uh, the Wii U page was actually also affected. It's just completely gone. Um, for Amiibo Festival, it's just gone. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, completely kind of affected. It's gone. Gone. Bye. Uh, yeah. Affected is not the right word. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always one to push taking rumors with a grain of salt, but, um, like, this definitely looks a little different just because of the way that it has been, like, you know, handled. Like, like Nintendo you know, has done this in the past. We've gotten announcements, or not announcements, but confirmation of, uh, of like, Nintendo Directs ahead of time. Uh, the Amiibo website has been edited before release, and we've gotten leaks this way in the past. Um, Nintendo's not good at hiding secrets like this. Yeah, that you know, seems they, they, so yeah. stupid. Nintendo's secrets? It, it does seem stupid, but they're really bad at, but it, at it, this it, kind of shit. It happens. It really does. Um, only Nintendo, really. Well, I not only, think, but... I don't think they're even trying at this point. Like, major pages on your website are just completely altered and or straight up missing. Like, yep. that's just... That's just... Okay? Like, that just, happens in the world of Nintendo. It's like, everything's that's... fine. Everything's fine. It's on fire behind me. It's all good. <laughs> they hired a, They hired some intern to make the webpage. You know, it's it, it fell apart. Well, he's uh, going to commit Karakiri now because that's dishonorable, so... But, um... Wait, you is know, that so kid going to be the protagonist of Dishonored 3? Yes, he is. <laughs> I was banned from Nintendo after I messed up the website. Uh, now so I must get my... The outsider shows up. He's just trying to move on. <laughs> I know, but it's great. We can't let him. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so, what I would say was... <laughs> that, is, uh, that is a fun little pregnant pause for you audio listeners. Um, what? Hopefully you pulled over your car to check. What? No, it's a pause. You know, I'm, I'm that pause I made. Oh. Just waiting to see. You know, it's called a pregnant pause. That's no. It just gave birth to a little baby conversation. That's yeah. so weird. Little baby it's, awkward pocket. It's the Andy Forte. <laughs> All right, shut up. <laughs> so okay. The what what this shows right is what, when placeholder pages are made like this, it generally comes before an announcement. So this is this is likely not a coincidence. Uh, and then it was also pointed out um, from uh, oh boy, what was the guy's name? I literally just said it, but you guys fucking leak review. Uh, so leak review also pointed out that when Pocket Camp was first announced back in 2016, uh, Nintendo explicitly mentioned that it would directly connect to a new console, Animal Crossing title. Um, so, you know, um, since then, when they've been asked about it, they said, we have nothing to comment on this time (laughs) at this time, uh, which to me thinks probably E3 announcement, right? I I could see this being one of the big announcements in their directed E3. Uh, and then, you know, whether that means it comes out this year or it's a 2019 game, um, you know, remains to be seen, 
But uh, is this a rumor that should be taken with a grain of salt? Yes. Am I still hype as fuck? Also, yes. So uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to the next Animal Crossing, and uh, I'm hoping that we get news about it soon. This truly but was a Pete news week. It really was. Yeah. It really was. That's hey, that's why Spider Sean Man's couldn't be Spyro. here. We had to make fun of you to like, you know, bring you back down to baseline, Pete. No, I hate it. It's bullshit. You know, I, I literally <laughs> never get to. You can't be excited. I never get to have. I never get to have fun on this show. Um, Thanks. I hate what? it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's because of you. So I mean, you know, you all like are the ones that give me ulcers. Don't love do Thompson do with me and Peggy. Never had an ulcer. Listen, Thompson, usually a good kid, but lately he's been hanging out with you guys on the wrong side of the tracks, <laughs> under the bleachers, smoking cigarettes, and I don't like the way he's been behaving. You know, hey, we don't smoke cigarettes, thank you. That's it. Uh, I don't we're doing, it. We're doing uh, crocodile, so it's a lot <laughs> <What>? worse. <laughs> no, I'll ask. I'll, no, we're gonna. I'll ask after the show. Anyway. <laughs> oh no! You don't. You want to know about crocodile? The deadly, know. deadly drug. I don't know it's, what it is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. It's it's meth and gasoline, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, it's like it's common in areas of like you know Siberia and stuff, and it just like obliterates your skin, just melts off essentially, and then yeah. you just rot. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's what you guys are. That's what you guys are for this show. <laughs> to Thompson. Yeah, your bones will stick out after your flesh falls off from it. They didn't have that on Castle. What the hell are you? What? <laughs> Welcome to poor areas of Siberia who want to get high. Oh my this god! This is some HBO shit. Yes. Yep. It's real life. <laughs> so, speaking of Nintendo Switch, that is going to take us into our main topic this week. Uh, so, since Sean is away, I thought uh, we could take the opportunity to speculate a bit on the future of uh, everybody's new favorite handheld. So, um, speculate. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Sean doesn't have a switch and he doesn't like speculative episodes. So I figured we get a <laughs> double whammy here and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just, we're going to take a look at, you know, games that have already been announced for the switch, um, but also like natural conclusions of things that will come to the switch. And, uh, I just wanted to give everybody an opportunity to talk about what games they're most excited for, uh, you know, announced or otherwise. So, uh, Peggy. Since you had so much to say on our last two topics, why don't you start us off? That's fair. Uh, I'm actually legitimately excited for Nintendo Labo. I think that it's really? going to be... Yeah. I think it's going to be... I'm excited be... for you to have it so you can talk to us about it. Oh, no, it. I'm not getting it. I'm just saying I'm excited. <laughs> Damn it! But, um, no, because, like... And I think we mentioned this before when Labo first got announced, but, like, that's the sort of, like... That's the sort of shit that I would have wanted to get me more involved into, like, STEM and, like, engineering and that sort of thing. So, like, I'm really excited to see kids playing with it and just actually, like, learning about that sort of stuff because, like, that that's awesome. And, like, just wanted totally. to give that a give it a shout-out. But, like, the game that I'm probably most excited for uh, for the Switch is uh, Fortnite on Switch. And, like, I'm just really... No, kidding. Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Bayonetta 3 should be a lot of fun. I'm ignoring you, Pete. I can do that because you're only on my computer. But uh, <laughs> uh, I legit, like... I haven't played Bayonetta before. But the music is so good. The uh, Climax remix of Moon River, specifically, is just, like, a bop. No, sorry. A banger. A banger because you can fight. <laughs> a bop! No, a bop is when you can sing to. A banger is when you something you can fight to. And you can absolutely fight to this. So, like, I'm really excited for A, new music because I've been getting into that a lot more recently. But also, like, Bayonetta has always been a game that I'm like, if I had that console, because it was only on, it's only in Nintendo stuff, right? Or am I mistaken? No, the well, first yeah, one was on, on like, the now. Xbox 360. 
Yeah, that then that's the second one was on the Wii U. Yeah, the, like the first game doesn't count. It's in a, a tragic series, series. Oh, that no, no, has no. two <laughs> entries. Well, you know, but I think the uh, first one's on Steam, Peggy. Is it? I should probably it check now. it out. But like, you can literally get the Bayonetta one and two collection on your Nintendo Switch, which we are currently talking about. That's, <laughs> but I wanna. I don't. I don't want to go back there. I can read the Wikipedia page. I wanna do the actual oh. like third one because Ooh. I think like. It just it just looks really awesome. If you haven't seen the oh, uh, yeah. the trailer, um, I'm a little bit concerned about the controls, but but then again, like I guess I just haven't played a Bayonetta game, so I can't really talk to that. But like, it seems like it's gonna be a really fun time, and I'm really excited to actually dive into this series. Sure. Um, is that like the only one that you're looking forward to, really, or is that just your number one? Uh, I guess that's just my number one, but, like, Zelda is always gonna be one. The, the Zelda, what's the one that... Hyrule Warriors? Yeah, 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 No. Oh, Jujutsu. Yeah? That's the, yeah, Mu- the, that's, like, the Dynasty Warriors The game. definitive right, the one, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's that, what's coming out. That one I'm also yeah. really excited for, because, again, I didn't play yeah. the one that was, the, the one with Linkle, whoever the hell that is. That, that was yeah, on the Wii U. Yeah, that's it. It's the yeah, same yeah. game. It was on Wii U, and, yeah. Uh, I, and there was also again, the 3DS one that had different stuff yeah but like i'm I'm just excited to be able to play that because i really like the sort of like brawly moba sort of feel um it's not a moba but like it feels like it or at least it looks like it to oh me. for sure um, it has lanes and everything yeah fuck it whatever <laughs> but uh but yeah I'm, I'm also excited for for <coughs> that game for sure nice once again the switch proves that the uh greatest place for all the wii u games uh is the switch, <laughs> yeah is in fact where, like Nintendo the switch. only the only crime about a lot of these games made was being put on the wrong console yeah Yep. Although I will say, by the way, I've not picked up my Switch, at least, you know, before I did it for the gag during the break. But, like, before that, <laughs> I don't think I've really picked up and played it for, like, a couple months. So, like, it'll be nice to get back to it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm like, two months in yeah. to not even doing it yet. It's because Thompson's a pain in the ass, and he's, he's just like, you know, I don't really, like, have anything to play. And I'm like, borrow any of my games. Like, I have a ton <laughs> of them. And he's like... Uh, nah. Yeah. Nah, I'll just keep playing. Hearts of Iron. Dishonored, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, help me. He's I too busy need to playing stop. Hearts of I, Iron. I, I think I hit 700 hours this week. It's too many hours. That's way too many well, hours. Okay, Civ 5, I'm still, like, you know, astronomically higher. Too many so hours. One day. Just play Mario. Just play Mario. Oh, it's God. great. Yes. I really like Hearts of Iron. <laughs> <laughs> so, fine. What about you, Thompson? Um, okay, so I don't remember what order these are coming out in, but for sure I'm going to get Dark Souls Remastered, because it's Dark Souls. Right around the corner, I think, right? That one, yeah, it's uh, very soon. I think it's this month, maybe two weeks, three weeks away. I've got a list right here, so I can yeah. give you a date. Or maybe it's next month, I don't know. But uh, Yeah, it's May 25th, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. So a little it's a, over yeah, a month. That's fine, but I'm going to get that, because I love Dark Souls. Um, not to be said there. Uh, Wargroove, I... <laughs> I know this game has was announced like prior to the Switch even being released, and I, it's it's like a spiritual successor to uh, the old Advance Wars games. Mm-hmm. And, and no, they still didn't really uh, release it yet. And apparently, it's gonna probably come out at the end of the year. I'm fine with that, but like, please let this game come out. <laughs> uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it before I even bought a Switch. So that's been that was like my number one before I bought a Switch, and it's still kind of like number two even. Yeah. Um, Hollow Knight I might get because I had never played it before and Me too. I've spoken or heard nothing but it's you so know, good. uh yeah, but the but praise from it and you know, like I just said I love Dark Souls, so like it's kind of in the series, you know, the the same vein of the Souls type scheme, you know. Um 
why not? And it's a Switch. I feel like it would be perfect for it. Um, Project Octopath Traveler is, is probably my my number one right Wait. now because that demo. Okay, good. You played the demo. Oh, f- oh, fuck yeah! That that demo was amazing, and uh, it it's just like I I'm in love with that that style of game. You know, and Chrono Trigger uh, and, and anything from that era. You know, that's yeah. it's it, but it's still not that. It's it's that framework but it's a fresh game and the mechanics from just the two uh i guess fat paths whatever <laughs> that they teased right that i played um were fucking incredible and those two those two sides were were like a game in itself so if that's just the freaking demo i can't wait um for the real game so that is yeah. my solid number one next to dark souls which is just like you know that's that's coming that's a remaster i already played it so fresh games octopath traveler um might get bayonetta though just because Again, I never played one and two, and my girlfriend's been talking about getting it for like a long time. So maybe I'll pick up the remaster of one and two, start there. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows, man? I love Devil May Cry and all that kind of shit. It looks like a fun romp, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, what about you, Andy? So I'm 0% going to buy it on Switch, but I am really excited for Kentucky Route Zero to come out on the switch because that will mean <laughs> that Act yeah five is out and i will finally be done with that game which is good yeah it's, i'm also looking forward to finishing that game and getting some closure yeah it's gonna be like a weird bittersweet thing for me though because i've been like carrying that game around in my heart for four and a half years now damn since 2013 when it first hit pc yeah it's like it's weird that it's finally ending i just assumed it never was like i just assumed it was never gonna come out you know yeah, no, absolutely. And it's funny, because I remember you wrote me into playing it when the last episode came out. I was like, this fifth episode better fucking come out. I could have just not played this, you know? Like, you just gave me a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, what was that, like a year and a half ago? Yeah, I, mean, I, I must have played it. I think I played it in, like, 2016. Yeah, right? I think it's well, almost two years ago. Yeah. If not actually two years ago at this point. It's a really, really, really fucking weird game. Yeah. And it's really cool. Uh it's one of the most unique games I've ever played. It's sure. so good. So yeah, I'm really excited to see it come to Switch, especially just because like if, you know, trends continue, indie games sell like fucking hotcakes on Switch. So True. I'm sure it'll find a, a new big audience here, which would be really cool, especially because it's very different from every other thing on the platform. Yes. And I feel like uh, playing the game with a controller like might be a little weird. But, like, most of the game is in, like, 2D perspective, so it's, like... Yeah, it's, like, it won't be that weird. I think it'll work. Yeah. Is it a point-and-click? Yes. Yeah. It's sort of. Oh. That shouldn't be too hard. It's it's a point-and-click, but... It's a point-and-click novel? Yes. The Switch has a touchscreen, so it should be fine. (laughs) That that could work, too. Doesn't come with the stylus. Doesn't matter, though. Uh, Like, it's, it's super responsive with fingers. True. Um, yeah, yeah, but do you want to dirty it with your, your terrible, greasy fingers, no matter how clean you think you are? <laughs> your fucking Dorito-crusted, encrusted fingers. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be all right. And then, it's like... be a good, good fit, I think. On top of that, there's a bunch of dope-looking JRPGs coming out that I'm really excited for. Uh, like yeah. Thompson mentioned, Octobath Traveler. Um, I'm really excited for the new Shin Megami Tensei, but that's, that's oh, still a ways shit. off, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's like a dream thing. That's a fever dream right now. Yeah, push that aside. That that thought be gone. <laughs> that's not coming out forever. <laughs> um, the new Fire Emblem that's supposed to be coming out this year, but you know, has had nothing except 
Fire Emblem's coming out in 2018. Can't wait. I still believe it. I think we're going to see it at E3 this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, fucking, I, I, to me, the fact that, uh, what, what the hell's that game? Um, uh, Xenoblade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The fact that that made its release date, to me, is like, oh, yeah. yeah I bet it. It Fair. comes out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet we get, like, a... Something. My prediction for Nintendo is like big four things in the pipe right now, in terms of like their main IP, uh-huh. with uh, Metroid, Animal Crossing, Fire Emblem, and Smash. We get like a concrete release date for Smash and Fire Emblem. We get um, an announcement for Animal Crossing and maybe a 2019 for Metroid. Yeah, like I'm gonna bet we get yeah. something more than a logo, but not that much. I I'm inclined to agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, probably a pretty good bet. And then, um, other th- and maybe, maybe we see the first glimpse of Pokemon. Maybe, yeah, I forgot. Well, they're like... asking for a Christmas present too. You know, <laughs> that's that's the cherry on top. They said it think... at E3 last year, though. Like they announced <sighs> I, I know, it, so it's but... like I, see, I, I feel. I can I can Go see ahead. them like doing the announcement, but like pulling it off like Smash, like from that one Nintendo Direct, yeah, where they uh-huh, just exactly they just throw it out and that's it. They don't give anything yep. else. It's just like a thirty second teaser or something like that. Logo, not even a logo. I could just see like a Pokeball and that's it. <laughs> like I can see them going <laughs> real, real minimalist with it. It's yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super meta advertising. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like we might learn the names. And see the logos like similar with Metroid Prime. Yeah. I, I I feel like that might be the case, and like maybe we because like I I read a thing earlier that I didn't didn't make it to the news today where uh, apparently they're going to be revealing the next Pokemon anime at an event pretty soon, and it's going to reveal a new Pokemon, which mm-hmm. would probably be the first new Pokemon from the next set of games. Yeah. So. Um, because I don't think there's anybody who hasn't been revealed yet that's like in the code for. USM. So, you know, I think seeing the first glimpse of it, um, like the like the tiniest little sliver, though, like what you're talking about is, I think it's going to be somewhere between what you and I are talking about. Yeah. Where like we get maybe a logo, and maybe we see like Pikachu in a full 3D model or something, and it's going to close. Maybe we, it's going to close the show. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, I don't know if Nintendo like will close their E3 show with a, a tease like that though. Like last year was the last year the teases were kind of early and then it was like big ass Mario stuff. Yeah, and like the year before that they were all about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but uh, so, do you think they have a game that they're ready to be that big about though? Right now is the thing. Is like, I think Smash. You just is, uh, that's true. It could be all Smash this year. That's not. Uh, yeah, it's like Smash. Um, that's not a bad point. I uh, I know that. You know, nobody on this podcast is as big as on Fire Emblem as I am, but Nintendo is definitely trying to expand that IP. Sure. I don't know if it's like anchor your E3 presentation ready, but like, and I don't, I don't think so. I feel like we'd be more likely to see that as a direct later. If it was a Smash, I really think that that Smash would have to be an entirely new game. I don't think it can be a, a remix if they're dedicating the entirety of E3 to it. I, I would agree with that yeah. as well. Um, Which is why I think I think it's going to be like, if anything, it'll be like a mix between Fire Emblem and Smash being like the the heavy hitters and then moving into a little bit more lighter stuff, if that makes sense? 
Well, and when I when you say lighter stuff, I feel like that lighter stuff is going to be a mix of like smaller games, like we saw like Golf Story for the first time at like E3 and stuff like that. But I also think that like getting some kind of big tease like like what we're talking about with Pokemon or Metroid is probably a, like a foregone conclusion. Or again, like Animal Crossing could be the big thing too, like and it, and it could be instead of having one big game to focus on, they give each of those things a sliver. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Is there enough new like meat to an Animal Crossing game to make it a game of the show thing? Yeah, like, I don't think so. Like, you know, and like, like I'm not an Animal Crossing guy, but my impression of it has always been like the changes are incremental and the same like core loop is still there. It, it, I would say that's true for the most part. I think, like, New Leaf definitely shook things up when it, like, introduced city planning and stuff. Like, that was the first time you were able to affect your town in that, like, directive away. And I think it's possible for them to add something that's as significant as that. But even so, I don't think that that, like, as big as Animal Crossing is, it's not, like... It's not exciting. It's it's not a showstopper. Yeah. And, And... I, I think it is to a very, very specific I, group of people. It, it is to not enough people, I think is what I meant to say. And, and I think it's the same thing about Fire Emblem, where like I feel like there's a diehard of Fire Emblem people that are going to go fucking nuts for the next Fire Emblem, and then there's a bunch of other general Nintendo fans that are kind of like, cool, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like that's where Smash fits into that. You know? And it's like Smash, Pokemon... Ooh, maybe Metroid. Man, if in that, if you know, if I'm Nintendo, what I'm gonna do is like with these big announcements, is I'm gonna structure the whole presentation around Smash. Right? If it's a new Smash game and you're bringing in new characters, yeah, you're like and we're bringing in this person from this new Fire Emblem game. Check them out. Yep. And then speaking of which, yeah, and then like back to the Smash roster select, and then like we know you love Donkey Kong. Here's some more stuff about the Tropical Freeze remake. Well, that'll already be out by then. Oh, will it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know uh, that. Jungle Freeze. I didn't know that I watched it. Yeah, yeah. That's coming out on May fourth. Oh, cool, cool. Um, that's definitely one of my actually mo- my most anticipated ones as well. Um, I'm so very you guys got me that. thinking about something though that I want to ask a, a small question. Do you think there is any other games in the pipe that might get announced? Something like Mario Rabbids, where it was just like, who asked for this? Like, what the fuck is this? Is there any, like, weird things you think that, like, they're just going to... Not that we have any ideas what they are, but do you think there's going to be something like that? Almost definitely, Mm. uh, in my mind. Because I I think we're going to see a new IP from Nintendo Mm. pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Okay, I mean, you you guys are just talking, like, obviously, like, speculation on it, and it's, like, we keep hitting the same, like, big ones, so I'm wondering if, like, do you think there's room for, like, new IPs to get, like, shoved into there if, like, they're really just trying to, like, focus on Smash, let's say? Say they want to make an E3 Smash. I think so. I think the alternative would be maybe we see ARMS again, um, because I think ARMS is... I don't know, man. uh, They're they're going back into the test punch for it, right? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, they're trying um, to get people to interact with ARMS. Yep, and uh, I'm sure they'll have some success, but well, and it's like they're doing a tournament for it at E3. And, oh, that's right, yeah. Um, and I think hey, that's good. Uh, in the same way that you know, Splatoon was like the new Wii U IP, Arms is like the new Switch IP, and I definitely think we're going to see more of it. And I, I wonder if it's too soon for another new IP, and we might just see like a you know 
season two plan for that game or something like that or something to try and renew interest in it a little bit um and add some add some new game modes or something like that uh i think that's totally possible but i think in terms of like something really coming out of left field yeah i do think it's still totally possible because we've had that happen a lot already with the switch throughout the year um you know i don't nobody was expecting like la nor on switch you know um like i think that the idea of seeing like Rockstar, you know, or like somebody like Epic or, or one of these other publishers bring a, an unexpected IP to the Switch. Like we joked about like Fortnite coming to Switch. I don't know that that's crazy. Um, you know, like the game's running on mobile, like it can obviously run on Switch. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's probably going to be at least one or two announcements that we're just totally not privy to. You know, it's going to be something that's totally unexpected. Uh, yeah, I would like to see, personally, like, some attempt to revive some of their, like, maybe not dead, but dormant IP. I agree. Like, a Switch Star Fox would be great. Or oh, Punch yeah. Out. Punch Out. <laughs> just put, like... Bring it back. Uh, just announce, like, a King Hippo DLC for ARMS. I mean, I, I've said from the beginning I wish Little Mac was a fighter in, uh, in ARMS. I think that would have been awesome. That would have been fun, but yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I, I would love to see them take like that. You know, they had Punch Out. Uh, Wii was the last one, and uh, I fucking love Punch Out. So I would love to see them bring that shit back. It's a and, classic, yeah. You know, yeah, and like you could have it have the motion controls, but I would want to see it also have the more traditional arcade controls because that's what I'm about. Um, and I feel like now you could take like the formula they established on the one on the Wii where there was all the different Nintendo characters in it and add a couple new ones, you know, and like you know. Flesh it out a little bit. I'd be down for that. I'd be down. Yeah. Bl- definitely bring back for... Balloon Fight. Let's fucking... Let's, where's, the, where's my Balloon Fight sequel, man? Yo, that would be... S- or Duck Hunt? I, I, Duck Hunt would be real good on Switch. I was going to say... I, I don't know if Duck Hunt could be $60. Yeah. Though. It doesn't have to be $60. Make it an eShop title. Balloon Fight would no, be... No, no. I was just thinking like a... Like a redone and reimagining, you know? Like... Yeah. I, I could be into it. Um, I would be. Balloon Fight would be fun as like a Smash mode, I feel. I that would be really cool, yeah. That would be fun. Um, Peggy from Memesville. Hi, yeah, really quick. Uh, Duck Hunt Nintendo Labo. Thanks. Bye. That's yeah, there, a, there that's you go. That would work. Made in heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that would work. I'm, I'm that that, that gets the price and all yeah. that. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's legit. That's not meme. Thank you. No, yeah. <laughs> I'll go back now. But yeah, just wanted to say that. <laughs> Uh, Andy, did you have any other games you wanted to call out? I know you started down your JRPG rabbit hole, oh, and then we got I had I had one more I wanted to bring up. Um, Indivisible looks really cool. Uh, it's a which it's which one is it's that? the like hand drawn one from the studio that made Skullgirls. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. All right, yeah. Um, I'll have to give that a look. Yeah, I am not one for fighting games, but I really like the oh, like. It's a fighting game. Well, Skullgirls is. I just didn't think. It was another fighting game. No, them. it's not. It's a JRPG. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a JRPG by the same studio. Um, it looks really cool. They have, like, I don't know, the the care that goes into their aesthetic for everything. I love it. Yeah, I actually, I didn't know that it was uh, coming from that. I didn't know that they were even on the roster, actually. I fucking love Skullgirls. Yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's like, I, I tried Skullgirls, and it's just like... Hardcore fighting games not really my thing. I like I enjoy fucking around with them with friends as much as the next guy. But yeah, I mean, 
I think Skullgirls teaches people how to be a good fighter because it's like it it like definitely teaches fighting mechanics in that oh, game. Oh yeah, like you can learn how like it's one of the best games ever for that respect. Like it's I think it has all levels in it. So if these guys are making like anything else, I'm in. You know the way that they handled that was beautiful. Yeah. Also, that's that's a game I will probably pick up if you get it and are like it's really good. That'll be like <laughs> all right. If it makes it, if it makes it through the Great Wall of Andy Brown Weeb uh, re- reviews, then I'll, Weeb I'll nonsense. Yeah, Great Wall of Andy Brown. Well, because it's the whole thing of like Andy, like he loves JRPGs, but he doesn't recommend them to people who won't like them. So it's like whenever he's like, "You should really play this game," I'm like, "All right, cool," because I like JRPGs, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna play every single one. Of yeah, them. it's like I'll recommend every uh-huh. JRPG I play to Thompson. Right, of yeah. course. <laughs> Um, also, Yoku's Island Express is a game I'm quasi into because it's looks pretty cute. Builds itself as an open world pinball adventure. It's like I could get behind that. <laughs> could this be the next Golf Story? Maybe so. I I love Golf Story. Don't tease me. Golf open story world pinball adventure with crafting. Yeah. So is that your list? Yeah, I'm. I'm just like it's gonna be a good year for the Switch. I agree. Yeah, and uh, especially when you consider that there's still the chance that we, you know, there's a couple games that will probably come out that we don't know about yet. True, especially with Luigi's Mansion coming to the 3DS. Oh my god, I really wish they would put that on Switch. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not so... even hating that they're putting it on 3DS, but I want it on Switch so badly. Yeah, I I don't want to play it on the 3DS. <sighs> like, I'm sorry. I want it on Switch in like the the Odyssey engine. You know, like with that level of god, like, you that know, that would be insane. It would be so beautiful. And, like, that's what I want, and I'm not going to get it. So that's I just it. want it on the Switch. Yeah, I don't I, care. I, you don't have to put the Odyssey engine. Just put the damn game on Switch. Real talk, though, I will probably will play that game because I love Luigi's Mansion, and, like, I would definitely like to go back and play it. Um, but anyway, so uh, for me, I, unsurprisingly, am excited about many, many games coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, the, the imminent, most imminent one is definitely, uh, like we mentioned, Jungle Freeze. Um, I never got around to playing Tropical Freeze, so I'm really excited to get a chance to play it, uh, on a console that I'm actively engaged in and, like, in what is supposed to be the definitive version. So, um, that's awesome. Great, great opportunity for me to fill that gap. Um, I've heard from a lot of people whose opinions I trust that it's, like, you know, one of their favorite platformers or one of the best platformers made in recent years. Um, so very excited for that one. Uh, and then we've also got Mario Tennis Aces, which I can't believe none of you mentioned. Oh, my God. To be fair. The most exciting game coming to the Nintendo Switch. I mentioned this on the break, saying that Pete is going to mention this. Yeah, because Mario Tennis Aces is fucking going to be hype. It's going to be the best game of spring 2018. Wait for it. Can Waluigi play or no? Yes, of course Waluigi's Oh, cool, then I'm in. in. That's fine. Yeah. Waluigi's in, he, like, that's his series, Peggy. He was invented in Mario Tennis. Yeah, didn't he just show up randomly, right? Yeah, he was just, like, in the one on N64. I'm pretty sure that's his first appearance. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um... Why? Why? Luigi. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I'm I'm super super high on that one. Cannot wait to to get into that as much as possible. Um, similar to Andy, also I'm excited to see the end of Kentucky Route Zero, but we'll probably be finishing it on PC. Um, a PC game I missed out on that I think I might try to pick up here is Banner Saga. 
Uh, I've never played any of the Banner Saga titles. The whole trilogy is coming to the Switch over the summer. Um, I love tactical RPGs, and I feel like, you know, this is a good home for this kind of game. You know, jump in, jump out kind of thing. And it's definitely a game I could see um, at least getting through some of it, you know? So, like, I don't know if I'll get through all three titles, but... um, you know, I definitely see myself trying to get through yeah. these in the summer. It is soul-crushing. Be ready. Wait, is there, like, a really good story to it? Yes, but more in just, like, the moment-to-moment gameplay. It's, like, this beautiful, like, hand-drawn, uh, like, tactical RPG. And then also, you have to, like, just make decisions for your convoy. And it's, like, two dudes got out of line and, like, beat up another dude over some beer do you say, you know, it's fine, everybody fights and do nothing? Do you have them publicly flogged? Or do you, like, exile them because they're a menace to order? And it's just like... Um, see, that sounds awesome. It's, That's it's way up my alley. It's great. It's just, like, soul-crushing decisions. I'm into it. That's what I like. I like video games that make me feel sad. Just, like, uh, bear the burden of leadership with a heavy heart. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, that's what I always like about uh, about being Shepard. <laughs> uh, and then I, too, am really excited for Hollow Knight. Um, Hollow Knight was a game I really wanted to check out. The art style and, like, you know, it as a game definitely speak to me, and Andy uh, spoke its praises quite a bit. So I'm really looking forward to picking it up here. I think it seems right at home on the Switch, and um, I'm way more likely to play it there than on PC. Uh, for whatever reason, I just, like platformers i i like playing them on consoles you know um so because you're a nerd yeah whatever fuck you pc (laughs) dorks um wow wow oh you hurt my feelings you hurt my pocket protector talking about pc ram ugh I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still bitter about how every time I try to put a new part of my computer, it screams at me. And then I have to come over and tell it to be good. Yeah. I literally put in the RAM, and it, like as soon as I opened it or I tried to turn it back on, it just started going like. Wah! I was like, "Cool, my computer's gonna blow up. Like I'm gonna die." <laughs> so yeah, fuck PCs. <laughs> um, that's that's the moral of the story, I Rude. guess. Uh, yeah, Andy, we were in a ska band together. You know that I'm a rude boy. Ayy. Um, ay. So, oh my God. much like Andy, I'm also excited for Shin Megami Tensei. Um, that's another, like, series I've always wanted to get into, but I've just never really, like, had enough motivation to, like, get, get access to one. And, like, you know, I think this since they're not like a straight line kind of series and you can just jump on at any one of them, it's like, all right, well, cool. Why not jump on on this one? You know, like I tried to with persona five and still lie to myself thinking that I might get back to it. Um, <laughs> Go play Nocturne from back in the day. It's like Pokemon with Dante from, you know, Devil May Cry. It's the craziest game. Right. So th- th- it's a game I've always wanted to give a shot because it is like, Oh, it's like kind of like Pokemon and you know, whatever, like hardcore, good turn-based JRPG. So I- I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, and I hope that this one gets its teeth in me. And, uh, what, Peggy? What? You Why want the you... game to bite just you? You, just, weird... like, you don't want to bite the game? It's just a weird turn of phrase that you've been you having. You just make faces at turns of phrase that are, like, super common. No, like, they're not! People say that all the time! Like, a game will get its hooks in you. Not you know, like into a... you, though. Like, that, yes! it's just a, that's weird. 
I want to get into the gameplay loop of the game. It's going to sink its teeth you in. You want know? the it's game like... to bite you. Is what you yeah. yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. All right? God. It's not a problem. I think what Pete's trying to say is, hey, Atlas, I want to get Witcher and take your picture. Yeah. yeah. Yes. My anaconda, in fact, does want some. <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple, right? Like you're next, right? No, I didn't even get to finish. No, uh, I think I went through my list. Pete's bringing us <laughs> home. Yeah, he already went. It's me. I'm finishing this up. Uh, another game I'm interested in checking out that's coming to the platform. Um, never got around to it on PC. Is 2064 Read Only Memories, um, which is uh, like. About uh, that game. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know, narrative adventure game. It had, like, a bunch of, like, I think YouTubers and, like, you know, internet people did voices for it and stuff. And, cool. Like, Jim Sterling's in it. Um, Is John Tron in that and, one? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, and, and it was just, like, it looks super cute. And, like, I like, um, you know, narrative adventure games. And it's apparently very inspired by this cult classic Hideo Kojima game. So... It's like, I don't know, I, it, for whatever reason, it, it really spoke to me from what I saw of it, and I just never got around to it, so um, if I don't play it before it comes to Switch, that'll definitely be a reason for me to pick it up again, I think. So I just I just went to look at the cast. Also, there's Jim Sterling and the WWE's Xavier Woods. Yes! See, I love both of those guys, so I, I definitely, I'm all about that. Um, Xavier Woods is, uh, he's, he's, he's pretty awesome. Um, and then, yeah, Fire Emblem, another one. Definitely want to check it out. Uh, I, I, I have never played a, a Fire Emblem game, like, proper, you know? Um, I fucked around with, uh, Heroes a little bit, and I, I, I played the GBA one back in the day, like, a bit, but I never, like, owned a copy of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hell yeah, I'll definitely give Fire Emblem a shot. I love strategy RPGs, and, you know, it's one of my great Nintendo gaps. Um, so then there's also Yoshi, Similar deal, platformer, you know, cute aesthetic. I love Nintendo. Gonna give it a shot. Shovel Knight's expansion, King of Cards. You know, love me some Shovel Knight. Whoa. Um, and that's, I, I never knew that about you. I think that's the last one. I think that's the last major free expansion they have to do before Yacht Club can finally move on and make a fucking second game. So, Shovel Knight X. Uh, let, them, let them please make a new game, these I'm poor bastards. <laughs> very excited to play that and very excited for Shovel Knight to be able to either evolve and move on to his next sequel or for them to just make something different if they decide they want to go in that direction um and then we got dragon quest heroes uh one and two or not dragon quest heroes um dragon quest 10 and 11 uh i i definitely want to uh pick up you know dragon quest um 11 you know i don't know that i'll get around to doing 10 on switch but i really loved dragon quest when i was a kid and um 11 looks really really tight so you know, I'm def- I can definitely see myself jumping into that one. Uh, and then in terms of, like, you know, stuff I think that's coming out that I want to see, it's, it's all about Animal Crossing in the near future. I think Pokemon is further away than we think. Um, so Animal Crossing is the most imminent Nintendo game that I think is going gonna, is gonna to drop that I'm excited for that we haven't already talked about here. Just because I'm definitely believing these rumors based on what we're seeing. Um, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think an Animal Crossing title is probably around the corner. And I think the idea that it would come out sooner than later isn't crazy because New Leaf came out in, like, 2013. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, I didn't realize it was yeah. that long. It's been a long time since we've had, like, a mainline Animal Crossing game. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that them developing Pocket Camp would have impacted this game's development at all. So 
I definitely think uh, it's time for Animal Crossing to come back, and it'll probably be in my. I'm guessing it comes before Pokemon, so that that that's the one I'm most excited about for sure. Animal Crossing, and then obviously. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to no, jump in. Say obviously Pokemon. That's when it comes. The hype will come. Oh yeah, know, but yeah. Fair, yeah. I was gonna say so, yeah. Well, Animal Crossing's got to have a like a way lower dev time than Pokemon, just because like. I didn't think until right now about how many Pokemon there are and how much work it is to put every single one of them into, like, a 720p 3D model. Well, to be fair, they did that already for the the Dex thing, and, like, they do have fully HD 3D models, but I don't know if they'd want to do them over again. Yeah, like, or... you still gotta animate it, you know? Right, yeah. Um, right, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think there's something to that, but what you're not considering, Andy, is how many Animal Crossing villagers there are, so... I, like, I know there's a lot, but it's not, like, 750, is it? Uh, it's definitely, definitely well over, like, it's multiple hundreds, I think. I don't think it's, like, over 750, but it might be, like, 300. Jesus Christ! There's a lot of them. They also don't have, like, unique animal movesets. No, but they have unique animal personalities, and that's God. that's true. But like, <laughs> you don't need to animate, you know, six different golden retrievers with different personalities doing thunderbolt a different way. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I uh, just want to see that. <laughs> animal Crossing X Pokemon. That's the next one. That's my most anticipated game on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, just one last thing to touch on, I guess, before we get out of here, was uh, when Thompson was asking, like, mystery things that we might see, we still don't know what Retro's working on. Oh, yeah. Because it's not Metroid Prime 4, so there's got to be <laughs> something big from them coming around the corner. What you doing, buddy? What's up? <laughs> hey, Retro, what you making? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. So um, that was fun. You know, I, I had fun doing that. I, I, I always love getting to, to geek out about Nintendo Switch and um, Spider-Man and Spyro. It's a good, good week for me, you guys. Good week. Uh, so if you guys want to uh, talk to us about, you know, um, what games you're most excited for on Nintendo Switch or Spider-Man or any other other stuff we talked about on this or any other episode of the Video Game Pals. Remember that you can write us write to us at thevideogamepals at gmail.com. Hit us up at the Comics Pals wherever your social media is sold. Uh, or just hit us in the comments down below on whatever platform you're, you're you know, yeah. engaging with. <laughs> if you want to tell Pecky to engage more with Pete, that'd be great. I yeah, engage with go, him enough already. Don't don't go, give me that. Go at Peggy and tell her to be nicer to me and also talk more to me. Don't because don't tell me to be nicer to Pete though. One. That's my bit. <laughs> there can only be one. You're just like a cold, distant mother. <laughs> I think I'm pretty Being close so to withholding. <laughs> We're like right. It's like I'm like two inches yeah, away. That's fine. Yeah, I texted uh, you yesterday. It wasn't about anything, and it was a misclick. But, like, other than that. That's how nice she is to me, you guys. So, as you can see, uh, I'm, I'm regularly getting cyberbullied on this show. So, it would be really cool if you, the listeners, could reach out and engage with me about the things I'm excited to talk about. Because, apparently, I picked bad friends and co-hosts. If, if um, you reach out to me and tell me to be nicer to Pete, other people have tried. It won't happen. You picked a bad <laughs> hey. co-worker, thank you. Because we were originally, you chose me for your copy editor. That's how um, this all started. Wow, so now you're saying we're not even friends. No, I'm that saying that we're co-workers. friends. I'm saying, but, like, first. 
Hashtag well, you you respected me when you worked for me at, in college because you were afraid of me because I was legitimately oh, your boss. Oh, that lasted now like you're just two a months. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, remember, hit us up, follow the show, all that stuff. Uh, YouTube, like, share, subscribe, all that cool stuff. Um, and if you're an audio listener, which you know we definitely get a lot more love in the audio space, which is great, uh, it would be really cool if you could go over to YouTube, use your Gmail account, and just give us that sub- sweet subscribe. Helps the show get noticed quite a bit. And um, vice versa, if you're a YouTube person, go rate our show on fucking iTunes. Help us out. Apple Podcasts. Uh, help <laughs> us out. Help us get new listeners and um, all that stuff. We'd really appreciate it. So before we bounce out of here, let's do some plugs. Peggy, why don't you tell them about whatever esports thing you're doing this week? Yeah. Uh, so if you want to know more about like Overwatch League, that sort of thing, uh, kicking up some NBA 2K stuff pretty soon, actually, uh, with their league. What? Yeah, I know. It, it's out of nowhere, but like the draft was pretty, pretty lit. So, uh, if you're interested really in any, uh, in any esports or anything like that, uh, hit me up at moriow. It's M O I R A I O W. And also shout out to Double Lift, who is playing literally, I think, like right now or in like an hour and a half, actually, uh, after the the tragedy that happened over the week involving his his parents, and he's still playing for uh, for Team Liquid. So go him. I didn't hear about that. Okay, uh, so yeah. oh, this is going to get a, heavy. Just a quick aside. Uh, uh, warning, I guess. But uh, his brother killed his mother and critic and like injured his his dad uh, wow. a couple of days ago. Yeah, um, and the the brother's now in jail uh, or the brother's been caught. Uh, and so still, yeah, I, I guess. Um, but uh, Double Lift is still playing in the in uh, Miami right now for the NALCS finals. Uh, so yeah. That was like one wow. of the biggest like esports stories this this uh, this week. Yeah, that's huge. I can't believe I didn't hear about that because I actually like know who Double Lift is. So yeah, obviously he's pretty relevant in esports if I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, our uh, hearts go out to him. Uh, so Andy, uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Tiger underscore Millions. I mostly retweet stuff and occasionally tweet about Jupiter Ascending, so if you want to, you know, talk about video games, Jupiter Ascending, or why there should be a Jupiter Ascending video game with me, I'm always down. Nice. Thompson? You can find me at Relic Vampire, and uh, if you want to talk about Jupiter Ascending as well, I guess I'm down, but I'd like to talk more about Hearts of Iron or something stupid like that, so give me some challenges or something fun to do, and let's let's just stay away from Jupiter Ascending if possible. <laughs> if possible. It's not. Cool. All right. So then for me, if uh, you want to catch more from me, you can find me on all of our other shows. Uh, I'm on the Comics Files with Sean, which posts the day before this on audio platforms every Monday and, uh, you know, weekly throughout YouTube the way we do. And uh, you can also catch me on our Riverdale Review show, the Riverdale Review on Wednesdays. But that's actually currently on hiatus, so I don't know why I plugged it. Uh, We also have (laughs) Pals Play, me and Thompson's nearly daily Let's Play show, Monday through Thursdays. Uh, We just posted a bunch of Far Cry last week. We got a way out back this week. Uh, We'll be streaming again on twitch.tv slash thecomicspals, God willing and internet withstanding. And um, then you can also find me uh, on Instagram. Jesus Christ, on Twitter and Instagram, at loud underscore Pete, and uh, go check out my writing over at CBR. I've got an article this week uh, about, or I had an article last week about uh, the new Superman of China, which was a great read. Um, I had a ton of fun putting that one together. And then this week, I'll have one out about Rorschach of The Watchmen. 
if you're a comic book fan, definitely check out this list uh, if you if you like The Watchmen because in my like nine or near decade of reading and reading about Watchmen, I was still able to find things I had never heard before. So it's pretty cool. Um, definitely worth a read. And it will help me pay the bills. So go do that. Click on my author title. Click on all my articles. Help me pay the rent. And uh, that'll that's it for me. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Video Game Pals. Uh, we'll catch you on episode 51 next week. Sean will be back. We'll be having fun. We hope we'll see you. Later.